I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Now, periodically, I would see old girl at the clubs and at the house parties. She didn't have a body, but she started getting thick quick, did a couple of videos and became Afrocentric. Out goes the weave and goes the braids, beads, medallions. She's on that tip about stopping the violence about my people. She was teaching me by not preaching to me, but by speaking to me. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tells podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And it is Tuesday, a Walking Dead Tuesday. Man, we haven't done this in a while. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, Justin couldn't be here this week on Wednesday or Tuesday. So being all light skinned and shit. Right. <laughs> So we had to reach out to some people that talk about the show all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you guys listen to Project Fandom, they have, I mean, they cover so many shows. If you listen to this podcast, you should have heard at least one of them before mm-hmm. because Nina's been on the show several times to discuss, you know, uh, a bunch, you know, different shows, uh, Game of Thrones, Walking Dead. Um, first of all, it's Nina Perez. Hey, how you Hi. doing? Uh, how you doing? I'm good. I'm glad you can make it. Um, uh, and obviously, um, the new voice that people heard, which, you know, one of the reasons it takes me a little longer to find the lyrics. So, white man, John, what's up, dog? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. man. I had to find the lyrics with no N-words in it. It was difficult, but I got it done. <laughs> I he appreciate did, that. He did so much better than me, too. He's always been blacker than me. Well, I don't know about that. Uh, I feel like his <laughs> montage of Empire uh, was one of the whitest things I ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, so uh, if you guys don't know what that is, you guys definitely need to check out um, their, was it on the very it last, was, it was it on was the, the Walking 200th. Dead. Yeah, on the 200th episode. Mm-hmm. The, the Walking Dead's last week's episode. Yes, yeah. the very end, you have to listen to John's uh, medley, I guess is what we're calling that. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> it's acapella, no music. <laughs> no music. I wish there was some. Um <laughs> Me but, too. <laughs> uh, I'll never get those uh, two minutes and 47 seconds of my life back. <laughs> but but still better than Black Rambo. Still better than Black Rambo. That's true. Black Rambo, the worst freestyler of all time uh, and lost to the, a singer. Who the hell is a Black Rambo? Uh, Empire. Karen, you got to catch up on Empire. This is, okay. This, okay. You're missing out. You're missing out, man. <laughs> yeah. Black Rambo is like, Black Rambo. I'm a commando, not a Sambo. Oh. I drive a Lambo. I can do better than that. Your turn, gay dude. Oh, <laughs> oh and I don't like gay people. All right, your turn. <laughs> I'm gay, bitch. Oh, damn, I lost. <laughs> oh, I, had, I had a plan for everything except for that one comeback. <laughs> I, do, I do take solace in only being the second worst freestyle rapper. <laughs> True. We haven't had Black Rambo on yet, but maybe we can reach out to him and I can battle him. Um, and call him a bitch at the end. Um, oh, Lord. You can uh, find Project Fandom on iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, it's, po- sorry, it's called Podcast. Oh, oh, I was on top of it. Come on, man. I'm professional. <laughs> it's called Podcast Fandom on uh, iTunes and Stitcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you leave them five star reviews and stuff. They read their reviews as well. Um, and you can also go to their Facebook group, Project Fandom. Um, you know, join in there, get in arguments with people, um, <laughs> tell people how much you uh, love or hate things. It's great. Um, you can also follow their live tweeting account, ProFanMan on Twitter. Um, and then, uh, Nina's Twitter is Arthur Nina Perez. I'm from the South, so it might not have came out right. But, you know, like people that write books, author. 
that kind not like nights at the round table um <laughs> and then lot norm is john's uh uh twitter what what does that mean uh, it's uh, the name that I had when I was on MySpace back when that was a thing. <laughs> you <laughs> took it back. I didn't even, honestly, truthfully, I didn't know that you were even on Twitter. I know Nina was. I've been following her for a while. And somebody had like, hey, I'm excited for everybody being on. I was like, who is this L-O-T-Y-X-Y-Z person? Click. <laughs> oh, this is John. I never knew he was out here. He's quiet on Twitter. Right. Yeah. I was like, oh, he exists. And for those of you that don't know about their uh, Facebook page, if you like TV, period, <laughs> that's the place to be. I'm a, st- I'm what you call a um, stalker and like a looker. Yeah. I, just kinda... I didn't even know you were in there until the other day. Yes, I just peek around, you yeah. know, and, and just see all the stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, every now and then I might post, but I just like to see people go back and forth and man, people suggest all types of shows. Oh, yeah. that, you, you can't join that group unless you're ready to get hooked on like four TV shows. Right. And, That's all we do is talk TV all day. And it's one of those things where I like the fact that people disagree and all that stuff, <laughs> but overall people, most people don't suggest anything unless they just love it. And, and yeah. I, I'm, and that's what I'm about. I'm mm-hmm. about, hey, if I love it, I'm going to tell as many people as I can. If I don't, fuck the show. You never hear it from me. And that's what our website is about. So I'm glad you said that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And that show is uh, awesome. And so is there, you know, you guys do a lot of social media stuff. And I, like I said, man, you gotta, gotta be Nina's friend on Facebook, man. Um, <laughs> oh, it's the best thing <laughs> ever. It's really worth the price of admission, man. You never know what's going to happen on there. Um, oh I, I definitely, she's one of the people that I have updates about where I'm like, what she post? Let me see. Nina updated her status. Did somebody say some bullshit or what, what, <laughs> what happened today? So, uh, it's definitely worth it. Um, but, uh, that's not what you guys care about. I know what all you savages care about, man. You just want to mm-hmm. talk about The Walking Dead. So, um, this is a blackout tips, iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic. Make sure you hit that stuff up um and uh do i have anything i need to read oh yeah i need to read our sexy sexy sponsor um adam and eve where's my sexy music oh yeah oh lord is we going to a funeral service um let me ask you a question (laughs) (laughs) Are you getting are you getting enough? Of course not. Do you need more? I bet you would love more. Maybe you would like him to leave his family and marry you, but now he's dead and it's too late for that bullshit. Yeah, it is. But what you do have is adamandeve.com. They want to give you more with 10 free gifts. First, you get a sexy surprise for her, then a second specially selected toy for him, and a third little something that both of y'all can enjoy unless one of y'all is dead plus you get six free adult length i mean full length adult movies adult length um but (laughs) there are adult length two hours and number 10 free shipping on your entire order so what do you have to do to get this well you don't got to make a fool in front of everybody at the church all you got to do is go to adamandeve.com and select any one item privately in the discretion of your own house. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code TBGWT at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts. 
Go check out adamandeve.com, select one item and get 10 free gifts, including free shipping. Will you enter offer code TBGWT? That's TBGWT at adamandeve.com. On Saturday, on Sunday we may love. Now what are we gonna do? That's enough. Yeah, uh, for those of you that don't know and everybody's looking like, what, what, what funeral? We covered a story with a lady, the side chick, went to a man's funeral and sung this song in front of everybody. And it was so late at night that we showed it on the show that I couldn't tell everybody on Twitter and stuff. But I rectified that this morning. If you follow me on Twitter this morning, you saw that video. I was finding people, like all my favorite people. I was just like finding them like, get up. See this. This is crazy. Wait, what happened? A woman went to the funeral of her, I guess, uh, man she was having an affair with, with. The side piece chick. And, you know, that side chick, the, the woman on the side. And she sang a solo because, you know, they had the sex- segment of the funeral where you can sing a song or get up and talk. Right. To, to you know, to, to the family. To show your respects. Yeah, to show your respect. So she got up in the middle of this funeral home and started singing a song. I will play the clip for you. You can hear the family losing their shit right there. Like, uh, is she serious? Right. Tuesday, we played a game. Wednesday, you went away. Thursday, things weren't the same on friday you came back i wanted to kiss you on saturday on sunday we made love now what are we gonna do where the fuck was his wife in the audience i think i don't want to wreck a friend Already found in you. She Sing it, Imogene. She practiced this. Played <laughs> it on the way up to the church. And I want to know. It's like uh, Unbreakable Jimmy Schmidt when Titus <laughs> is singing Boys to Men. Yes. <laughs> now, that amen is not an amen of support. No, it's as, as someone that has been in the black church before, that is the amen of shut the fuck up. And sit your ass down, bitch. <laughs> like, it is time to go. And Wrap it up. She, she stiff-armed that amen like a uh, motherfucking Seattle running back Marshawn Lynch. Yes, she did. <laughs> and went right <laughs> through that second verse. <laughs> <laughs> So finally, some woman just came up to get the mic. Right. <laughs> and she kept singing as the woman was wrestling the mic away from her for a second. Like, it wasn't a smooth transition, if you know what I'm saying. Like, the song's still going. 
And that was it. That was the song. Yeah, she she had to yank it out. And then she sat her ass in the first row, y'all. Yes, she did. In the first row with the family. We don't do this. And then the pastor tried to get it back. He was like, I think, can you hear him say, hold on. Yeah, he tried to say, keep it, keep it too late. <laughs> too late. <laughs> too late. Yeah. I yeah, know. She don't, she don't broke that rule. In you that. know, as soon as she stood up, they knew what it was. Right. Like, oh, here come Emma right. Jean. Correct. And I've already put a PSA warning out to the, I'm trying to tell you, Black Eye Her Tips group is pull that bullshit if you want to. You're going to get a number six in your face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just know that, uh, who was the person that was hyping her up? Like, Girl, Imogene, it's only two things he loved in this world. His car, his wife, and then he, he liked you a lot. He really liked you. So, good luck. Not, right. Not, <laughs> not, not enough to be with you, though, but he yeah. liked you. He loved his family, that dog, and uh, kinda, <laughs> he kind of was fond of you sometimes. His gun, but, you know, you on that list somewhere, too. <laughs> he was planning on leaving his wife next week, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. How much scandal has she watched? Like, I love Fitz. I don't see nothing wrong with this relationship. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with Y'all it. Y'all need to stop hating. Um, right. All right, let's 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 get into what they came here for. All right, Walking Dead episode uh, 16, I believe, of season five. I mean, it's been five seasons of this, guys. Can you Uh believe we started in 2010? Look at us now. Um, Came a long way, baby. Yep. uh, It's called Conquer, directed by Greg Nicotero, who was not able to be on the Talking Dead, so he couldn't spoil next season. Right. Uh, Right, (laughs) because for some reason he, like, let shit out a lot of times i don't really pay it attention so i don't get as mad but yeah it's like don't tell me shit i just want to enjoy your work sir scott m gimple and seth hoffman uh directed this joint um i think this might be the first one they directed together um i know they've directed it separate but this is the first one they did together which i mean i guess makes sense because it is 90 minutes long um a bit of a um undertaking um um, so anyway, um, the basic plot is, uh, in the, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's directed by Greg Nicotero, it's written by showrunner Seth Gim- Scott Gimple and Seth Hoffman. Uh, and basically it's about Rick, the, out, the, uh, what do you call it? The resolution to Rick's outburst last week, um, uh, after beating, well, yeah, I guess beating up Pete cause he was going to kill him. Um, beating up Pete having one of the all-time game of thrones speech moments where he just went off the rails and got his ass knocked out mid-speech mm-hmm. um which he he demanded a trial by combat yes yes that by the way that is a trope i will never tire of a person mm-hmm. giving a, a really compelling speech and then getting knocked the fuck out right when yes. there's i love that shit i i, uh, I loved it when it happened to theon um so yeah he got his ass knocked the fuck out by michonne 
And uh, then we basically had to deal with uh, there's going to be a meeting to decide Rick's fate, possibly. Um, they were pretty vague about what exactly the meeting was going to be, but that's how it seemed to shake out. Um, there also uh, is a battle between Nick and Glenn in the woods. Um, Sasha is still dealing with her, uh, you know, um, just depression, I would call it. And, uh, you know, meanwhile, Daryl and Aaron are, uh, you know, about to run up in the trap house, uh, literally. So, um, there was a, there was a lot of stuff going on in this episode, which explains why it was 90 minutes. Um, and, uh, I'll get everybody's overall impressions before we go into like a kind of a scene by scene. So, uh, Karen, what'd you think about this episode? I was like, why you waste your time asking me? It is, it is a 100. <laughs> I know. You always love it. Um, yes. What about you, John? Uh, I liked it a lot. I, I felt like it was a little bit of a letdown that nobody died. Nobody important died. Mm. But overall, I'm okay with it, with it the way it ended and, and the way it's set up next season. I felt like next season is set up really well by this episode. And what about you, Nina? I didn't like it. Okay, all right. Well, I read your review, so I was on top of that. But uh, <laughs> it's okay. You don't have to. You don't have to say it. Say it with your chest, man. You don't have to be ashamed. Yeah, I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, we we're not, we're not gonna boo you off the stage and nothing right. like that. I promise you. What? Okay. Get the hell out of here, Nina! Oh my God, I can't believe we invited her. On. How do I hang this up? How do I get her? <laughs> What's off button? Unfriend on Twitter and Facebook. We're it done. happens. Don't make jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I've been true. befriended for less. So. I could be her next status. Um, <laughs> but um, all right, man. So um, we'll I guess we'll get. Oh, and then I liked it um a lot um. You know, I thought it was, uh, it brought a good resolution to the season because, um, I, I felt like Alexandra wasn't there home until kind of like this episode. I was like, all right, I guess y'all live here now. Um, but, uh, it felt like that was a whole resolution that they were heading to. So let's get into the scene to scene and we'll, uh, talk about it. All right. Morgan wakes up in the back of a, a car that's been crashed into a tree. I'm assuming he wasn't in that shit when it got crashed. I hope not. <laughs> but I noticed he was having the most peaceful, serene sleep like ever, mm-hmm. which is a hundred percent contrast to the last time that we really saw Rick when Rick saw Noah. I mean, saw uh, Morgan. Yeah, he was out of his mind last time. Like last time, he like he hadn't slept in fucking weeks. Right. And he was talking to himself and writing on the walls and shit. Trying to clear everything out. Yeah, and he woke up from this shit like it was a commercial for some type of sleep aid. He's just like, oh. <laughs> you heard the birds chirping outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, and the thing is, it still was depressing because, like, the car window was all fucked up. But he, like, looks at the, uh, there's a rabbit foot, rabbit's foot on the actual, um, mirror the rearview mirror he just looks at the rabbit foot like everything is great <laughs> and so um then he goes outside and uh he's eating some what i can only assume well what did you guys think he was eating because it was like he boiled some water and he put something in it i thought it was hot cocoa hot cocoa can what you think it was yeah hot cocoa hot coffee just something he had salvaged that uh wouldn't spoil very quickly what about you john Maybe it was ABC soup. Maybe that's what it was. I assumed it was Kool-Aid. And I don't know if it's just because I'm racist (laughs) or what. But I was like, was it red or purple? I'm like, maybe there's not enough clean drinking water to zombie apocalypse. So you had to boil your water before you put the motherfucking Kool-Aid in. Ain't that a bitch? Just kill me. I don't want to be in that. That would make sense. 
that would actually make sense boiling hot kool-aid man so he was sipping on his his drink um don't knock it till you try it come on true you know what john you're right you're right i yeah. i kill myself in the zombie apocalypse and then somebody else is sip my hot kool-aid and be like this is very good <laughs> should have had a sip first right how is she gonna purify it without boiling it yeah so he um you know he's drinking his hot kool-aid or whatever and uh white stringy looking white dude hipster kind of dirty person comes up to him with a gun and uh what oh, I, calm and cool i did like that morgan was cool and he was cool about right. it they were both kind of like all right so this is gone let's see how this works out right. <laughs> and uh they had a sit down and um immediately uh morgan tells him you can put the gun away because you won't be needing that and but he didn't flinch with that gun he was like nah uh you're not gonna like where this conversation's gonna go um <clears throat> And uh, he, the guy who was, uh, uh, I don't know what you call him. The guy had a W on his head. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we've been seeing W zombies all this time. Now we're seeing W alive person. Right. And, and, and when I seen that, I began to have a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. I wonder if uh, the people, remember that girl who seen it was strapped to the tree and looked like her insides were ate out. Yeah. I was wondering if that W was put on her head prior like is that for their form of branding so they can identify each other mm-hmm. uh because at first i thought well maybe it's something that they put on people after they die mm-hmm. but when i saw that i said oh they must do this to living people and then when something happened or they kill them or they turn into a zombie they just walk around like that yeah yeah so you what think you guys... oh i'm sorry go ahead nina no how do, how was it on his forehead because i've watched the episode several times and i keep going back and forth like the last time i just watched it i think i settled on dirt it's just like a dirty w mm. but there's sometimes it actually looks like scarring right yeah, I, they burned so, it on there or cut it on there i can't tell to me he looks like a w cut that healed and it's been healed okay. for a long time ago that's at least that's how i took it that, yeah that's that's what i think like it was scar tissue like it's kind of guard well see here's the thing karen i looked at that w and my first thought when i thought about to the girl who was tied up naked and her stomach was eaten out and she had that cut on her head Mm -hmm. was that they must do it for marking of victims or zombies as well because um her her w was fresh you Mm -hmm. see what i'm saying it it wasn't like you would think if she was part of that collective her w would have scarred up and healed over and then maybe they left her tied to a tree at some point or some shit, you know. But even then, her her W wouldn't be dripping right. blood. But hers was fresh, so I'm like, I think not only do they rock the Ws for themselves, but they like mark their crimes mm-hmm. with Ws and shit, or, or, or like a gang. Or do you think they mark it for territory? I mean, territory as far as when they're in a certain area, they mark like those zombies so mm-hmm. that. You know, as the zombies kind of go out and go around, they can kind of figure out kind of what areas they've kind of been in. I mean, maybe I'm too thinking too yeah. in depth into it. Oh, uh-huh. I see what you're saying. Yeah. No, that would make sense. I mean, I'm, I don't know that those dudes seem like that's why they were doing it, I but think it could it could be that. You know what I mean? The, yes. The motherfucker seems so crazy to me. I don't know. Like I like if that if the if the explanation was just man we like marking motherfuckers with W's I would be like y'all crazy enough to, to do that shit right and I think that those two are part of a bigger group that's just my theory mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and I think that a lot of the things that we saw was like there's no way that just two 
we haven't, even, we haven't even gotten to two yet. I'm sorry. We're just skipping ahead all in the program. No, but, I know, but, I, but to her point, though, we talked about this on our show, that mm-hmm. they the they first saw the W's 100 miles away at Noah's place. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you just think just in terms of, you know, territory, the territory, they've covered a large part and it has to be more than two guys. Well, they've covered at least 50 miles now because they said they were 50 miles out later in the episode. So they're getting closer. Like they're yeah, headed in yeah. the direction towards Alexander. So um, they're sitting there having a conversation. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I would like to see like <coughs> where the, where the W started and where they like migrated to. Like you guys were talking about how they, they seem to be spreading and that, that seems interesting to me. Like where they started and to see like kind of like cattle. If you yeah. Them, to yeah. See, like, yeah. Where they're hurting because there have been rumors that maybe the walkers are hurting mm. like, like, cat, like cattle. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I was figuring like it would be interesting just yeah. to see like where they have gone and what, what, you know, what land they've covered. Yeah. Mm. I could see them definitely going into more with with the, that group or whatever mm-hmm. it, especially if it is a group but kind of going more in that direction next season um but this so, summer we'll see walkers with w's in los angeles yeah, oh man oh man that should <laughs> drive everybody and, crazy and yeah and not not to get off on a tangent I'm, oh here we go i'm i'm yeah i got to say this i really 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 hope and i know they're gonna fucking do this that they do not come on at the same time as the fucking strand because strain. the strain the strain is my motherfucking show and it was my my show of the summer oh it is and it, I, I fucking thought of it. i was like fuck they're gonna do this to me and make me have to goddamn choose <laughs> all right i'm sorry i had to get that off my chest because okay. i took that kind of personal i understand um so uh morgan's talking to this dude and the guy's giving him a history lesson he said the first settlers they put bounty because morgan's like the fuck is over that w and he's like the you know the first settlers they put bounties on wolves heads brought the natives into it made them hunt them didn't take them too long to kill them all and he said they're back now and he's basically like thoughts <laughs> which is <laughs> such a funny <laughs> such a funny thing to say we have a gun pointed at someone now, what, yes. do you, what do you think man with no weapon yeah. would you like to put in on this conversation i feel like i'm talking to myself um and morgan was like everything gets a return and the guy was like oh shit man i'll fuck uh you fucking with me he's like no nah, man I'm, I'm cool it's like oh man i like that he's like i don't get to it's nice meeting people like this because i don't get to meet new people very often maybe once every two weeks and morgan's like nigga that's a lot Right. Well, I ain't talked to nobody since fucking since I beat since up Rick. Season three. Yeah. Since I stabbed Rick, I have not talked to nobody. I've been by myself a long time. And the guy says, I work at it. We do. And that's when I was like, he fucked up. Right. Because he let Morgan know he probably wasn't alone. Correct. So I was like, damn. Uh Morgan, like Morgan is onto this shit. Um and then he goes further and says we have traps too is different not meeting like this as equals so now it's like damn dude you like morgan's definitely on high alert there's some other people gonna come out at him mm-hmm. um so then he tried to take a sip of hot kool-aid and buddy was like nah dog, <laughs> that's my kool-aid now punk i want all the hog mouth all the pig feet all <laughs> the cocoa everything you got son so he uh basically told his ass um we want all that shit morgan said Y'all can have my shit. It's cool. And then he was like, um, now nah, I'm, I, I want you too. He's like, you can come with us. So you're not going to 
be alive is exactly you say you won't exactly be alive mm-hmm. and morgan had this look like god damn it right it's like his facial expressions changed like oh yeah it looked like he was trying to find a peaceful resolution it just right. wasn't gonna work so he was just like so y'all ain't gonna leave me with no supplies not even for a day or two you're gonna fucking take me with you do something to me i'm gonna probably be dead and so he reaches for his weapon and the guy was like nope don't do that and by the way by weapon he had like an ak-47 i assume that's what he was reaching for me too right me too i was like he about to shoot this white boy up and uh and the guy was like no don't move be still be still Uh, like over and over and shit and then a loud ass motherfucker that don't know how to sneak up on people came up out the woods (laughs) like aha he totally missed morgan and uh apparently morgan's been doing some uh off-season training some kung fu training because uh he picked up not his ak-47 but a fucking bow staff yep and became uh morganatello that motherfucker (laughs) he whooped they ass with that staff where did that come from it was like it came literally came out of nowhere you know what that's one of those things that um i feel like even in the comic books kirkman does where it at some point he just goes wouldn't it be cool and that's it like it's not a lot like like i remember um no spoilers but there's a part where a a guy seems to be like outnumbered and trapped and then all of a sudden the motherfucker can just do kung fu and you're like uh that's actually really cool like (laughs) like it's probably bullshit probably wouldn't happen that way but i don't care this dude just whooped five people's ass you know yeah yeah so yeah, he he was good with that staff too, man. Yeah, he even did the like monk. blind Negro samurai thing where he like put the staff down in front of him and was like warning and, them like and meditated like it doesn't have to be like this. Yep. And the guy's like, I think it does, and he was like, Oh word, wow, wow. <laughs> in your face! <laughs> I just wanted him to be like, What the? that'd have been everything. I'd have fell out. Yeah, but he whooped their ass real smooth. Then he piled them up in the back of his car. Or not his car, but that crash car that he slept in that night. Um, that peaceful sleep, and they were sleeping as peacefully as he was when he woke up. They are so. Wait, but first, he found out the gun was empty. Yeah. Oh, true. He tried to shoot a zombie that came up on him. It was empty. So basically, they were. The reason that dude didn't really shoot him is because he had no. I'm assuming no bullets. bullets. He would have shot him. Yeah. So they have to be with more people, though, right? I don't know, because, like, how do you run out of bullets then? I know. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Like, the guy is so bad at sneaking up. Yeah. But then they have these elaborate traps, so they're not that stupid. I don't right. know. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like I'm I'm not committed to them being part of a larger group, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't be shocked. But I'm just giving what the show's presenting right now. Right. They could just be them, too. Mm-hmm. Um. So, anyway, so... The motherfuckers uh, get laid up on top of each other in the back of the car, which is hilarious to me. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know when they woke up, that was awkward. Yes. It was like, hey, especially the one on the bottom woke up first. That had to suck. <laughs> like, hey, man, come on, dog. Get off me, man. Your, your dick's in my elbow. <laughs> so, uh-huh. um, <laughs> Did he leave his staff behind? Oh, that's not his staff. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Come on, dude. So um, Morgan goes to the front seat and... He blows the horn like three times really loudly and long. Um, and he looks around to maybe see if any zombies are coming or something. He doesn't see any. And then he looks at the rabbit's foot that he had looked at earlier, which I guess he's decided is lucky. And he snatches it off the rearview mirror and heads out. Um, and then the credits come on. Now, what y'all think he was blowing the horn for when y'all first saw it? 
Karen? I thought it was uh, to let in zombies know at dinner time. <laughs> Breakfast, lunch, brunch, whatever. He here. Bum, the, bum. That was the dinner bell. Yes, yeah. sir. Zombies, come get it. Uh, what'd you think, Nina? Exactly what, what Karen said. What about you, uh, John? Uh, when I first saw it, I was thinking he was checking to see if the guys had any friends nearby. Ah. And, but uh, but not, I, I didn't think about maybe he was setting a trap for the guys with the zombies. But after I heard that theory, I was like, yeah, that's probably what he was doing. Yeah, see, the thing is, I figured if it was a trap, they would just, like, he would just kill them. Like, why not just kill them? Uh, rather than fucking, you know, uh, leave him in the back of the car alive. And, and that smile he had on his face. I was like, this nigga letting them live. God damn it. Right. And, and that's when I was like, they're, and they're probably going to go into it. But I think between when Rick seen them and now, and he must have went through some transition because. Yeah, he's taking some type of vow of like, I'm not killing people no more. I'm trying right. to be a nice person. He's definitely done. Now, who knows with Morgan, like he could have fucked somebody up and then we'll find out later like, oh, he feels horrible about that or something. Maybe someone got caught in one of his traps that wasn't a bad person or something. But whatever it is, he's fundamentally changed as a person. Right. And he on that peaceful monk shit, even with the staff. And um, I'm not going to lie. Didn't appreciate it. I'm not a fan of not killing loose ends in the motherfucking zombie apocalypse. Yes. Thank you. That was this was my first issue. Do you yeah. guys do you talk about what they say on The Talking Dead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't, we don't so he. So he said, the actor Lenny James said that he did it so that Morgan honked the horn, was trying to see if there were more walkers, like as if, if it was safe to leave them there. Mm-hmm. So the idea is he was going to attract walkers, kill them to make sure these guys didn't get killed when they woke up. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, that's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> like, yeah. I hate that. Like those dudes are going to do something too. You don't even know what they were going to do. Right. They just told you, you won't exactly be alive. Whatever that means, by the way. True. Um, you know, I just thought of slavery. I was like, I don't even know what this means. These white people not slaving me, dog. <laughs> no chains. Up. Yeah, he let them live. I was like, turn the other cheek. Um, all right, so um, we get back to uh, Alexandria, and Rick wakes up. His face has been patched up, um, and I mean, his face is all fucked up. Apparently, it took like seventeen different band aids. Mm-hmm. Cause this face was covered in blood. Yeah, so um, he wakes up. His face. He, he, yeah, he woke up and he didn't see any rabbit's feet. Nah, <laughs> all he saw was shown. He wasn't smiling at all. So he mm-hmm. woke up. And he no, looked, mm-hmm. he did not stay at the Holiday Inn. Mm-mm. He woke up and looked around the room. It was like in a kind of dark in the room, and I, it seemed that he saw Michonne, and then he was just kind of like. Oh man, uh, he was, <laughs> and she was that. like, "What? What you laughing at? What's so funny?" Uh, and he was like, uh, "Did you stay here all night?" She's like, "Yeah, I'll stay here all night." Uh, Rosita patched up your wounds. Uh, we put Pete in a different house. Carl came by. Some other bullshit. And then uh, he was like, starts laughing, and he's like, "She." He said, "It's like the train car all all over again." After the whole thing, I'm still there. And I think Rick was realizing that mentally he was still stuck in Terminus. Like, Mm -hmm. his whole mentality since Terminus has been like, get them before they get you. It doesn't even fucking matter who the person is, even if they don't want to get you. 
you get them <laughs> before they get you even if they ain't thinking about you and i'm convinced that shit started with officer bob man i'm I'm convinced officer bob yeah, he was no threat he was no threat that dude hit him with that car and then killed his ass when officer bob was just like hey man take me back dog i'm sorry i was tripping he was like nah bitch nobody out here to witness this so um anyway uh and i'm assuming rosita Learn to patch up his face from patching up Abe's hands over and over and over again. Of course. <laughs> she got good practice. Um, so um, Michonne's like, we put Pete in another house. And it was like, you could have told me what was happening. He said, move so fast. And then Noah. Um, so I'm assuming he's like, look, I, I heard about the Pete drama. Then the Noah shit happened. And, you know, he didn't want to say him and Carol talked about it, but. You know, basically he came to a decision that he was going to confront the dude by himself. But the, the truth of the matter is he ain't been talking to Michonne for a minute now. Right. Like he hadn't really put, had any trust or faith in her pretty much since they got to Alexandria. And he saw that white woman, man. <laughs> I think I think that he knows that Michonne and most people in the group want to assimilate and. He's like, I'm not going to strip that from them. So I'd rather leave them out of my plans because I don't want them to turn on me because they think that I'm being paranoid. Is that how y'all read it? He definitely lies here because he says he didn't tell her about the gun because everything happened so fast and then know what happened. But when he and Carol and Daryl snuck out to get those guns, Mm Um, or to talk about getting the guns, like he specifically said, we can't tell the others because we need them to try. Mm-hmm. So basically, we all can't be walking around suspicious. We have to have some people genuinely trying to fit in. So he had at least three days yeah. to tell. Like nothing happened so fast. Like he was never going to tell Michonne I if agree. he didn't have to. And I think he was. Yeah. I think he was only wanting them to try just to avoid suspicion. I really do think. Yes. Like, at the end of the day, he did not trust them to have his back. That's my belief. Like, he he didn't trust him to have his back on his plan. At least that's the way it was presenting. Um, so um, then he says, uh, I couldn't tell you about the gun. And then she said, we had to stop being out there. And I think she's also talking about a mentality, not just the location. I'm like, right. we treat the inside the walls like the outside the walls and fucking driving everybody crazy. And we need to stop that shit. Um and so that's when Carol came in, fake line like a motherfucker. Oh, I love this woman. I love so Carol. Much. She evil as shit, but I love her. Right. Uh, she not a good person no more, but mm-hmm. she a survivor now. Right. So that's she- why I think the show did, they made the right choice in killing Beth and mm-hmm. not Carol. Cause right. this arc, the, where this character is going, Beth couldn't do this. Oh, Maybe, no. Yeah. No you know, way. I don't think she could I don't think either. she could be the same, but they could have fun with that character changing her from a little girl to a survivor. Cause she definitely, um, uh, stabbed the fuck out of Dawn. <laughs> but, but to be fair with like sewing scissors and in her shoulder. Yeah. I didn't see it coming is what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, I see what you're yeah, I, yeah. I was like, this, is she? This motherfucking crazy. Like, it was just that, you know, then she died. But it was just that <laughs> moment, though, where you were just like, God damn, like, Beth really was made of sterner stuff. Then when she pushed the dude down the elevator shaft, like, mm-hmm. she was having moments of getting there. You know, Carol didn't start off like this. She had a mm-hmm. whole season of crime. Yes, yeah, she did. Now, now I will say, if you want to hear me fucking complain, 
I hated the fuck at that bitch that whole season. I said, yes, your baby died, but bitch, if you cry, I'm gonna fucking tear. I'm tired of your ass. Get over it. All right. Oh, shit. So, um, but Carol was faking so good, man. She came in there and was just like, Rick, did you get the gun out of the armory? Wink, wink. Why would you do that? That was stupid. Don't, right. you know. That's why I love her now because now she's like, I ain't about that crying bullshit. What we got to do next? So, mm-hmm. you know, Rick's like, yeah, 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 I- I'm stupid. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> like I was saying, um, uh, and, uh, they were like, well, they're having a meeting tonight and it's about, you know, Rick probably and, you know, what are we going to do? And tell them, she's like, just tell them that you fucked up. You know, you made a mistake. You're going to change. You know, tell them what they want to hear. Um, that's what I've been doing. Just tell them a story. And Michelle was like, oh, <laughs> tell them a story. Why? She was like, because they're children. Children love stories. Right. Yes. Oh. She was like, they're simple. Oh, I like, love they don't, Carol. Like, she's like, they're not ready for the truth. Yeah. So. Uh, and, and like, and, but Carol was kind of low-key you know, uh, throwing shade here mm-hmm. at Michonne and everyone else that she's lying to in their own group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, you like stories too. She definitely was, man. Cause yeah, it's very meta. Cause in that she's telling them a story as well. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Rick's like, um, well, look, man, uh, tonight we go to the meeting. Um, uh, this shit doesn't go the right way. I'm a whistle. We're going to, Take these motherfucker hostages. All we need is some knives. Uh, cause Carol said knives will be enough. Basically <laughs> like, they, they some bitches. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, they had a whole elaborate plan where they were gonna like take motherfuckers hostage and make them listen. And Michelle says, we can talk to them. And Rick is like, we will. <laughs> after I take them hostage. Like, we'll talk to them after that. Then they're gonna give us the armory and it's gonna be over. And Glenn finally goes, did you want this? <laughs> like, <laughs> this plan, this plan a little too thought out, Rick. Damn. This is thorough. Yeah. Like, and, uh, Rick goes, no, I hit my limit and I screwed up. And I'm like, but why are you making it worse? Yeah, okay. This is my first problem with this episode. Cause this is, this would be one thing if they came into this community and they gave them jobs and it was like bullshit. Like mm-hmm. Rick is landscaping and Michonne is house cleaning or some bullshit. You, they, they made you constables and you had like three good days mm-hmm. to try to talk to these people to say, Oh, you know, when they had the conversation about the person in the clock tower, like that would have been the time to then say, Oh, and by the way, Maybe we shouldn't let motherfuckers go out behind the wall just to take walks. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should be more careful about that. Like, Rick never tried. For three days, all he's cared about is Jesse. I agree. I, I think Rick was fucking up. I, like, well, I don't read it as a... He's had, he's had an eight-month dry spell. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is, I, I think I don't read it as, like, like a bad bad writing or something. I read it as... I don't like Rick anymore because Rick is fucking up. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I like, like, especially I totally, scene, I didn't like him. Yeah, I totally buy that he's fucked up. I like Rick has been fucked up before, and I ain't forget. I don't forget shit, dog. Yeah, him I ain't forget when you point that gun at Tyrese and his sister. Right, that shit was racist. 
I even get that phone. And Michonne's bullet wound. Exactly. I even get that phone. With Lori. Yeah. Imaginary telephone calls and to go. Rick is a cop from Georgia. Look, I'm not saying all (laughs) cops are bad. No, me either. I'm not saying all Georgia cops is bad. Mm -mm. But he said that shit about the broken window policy. I've been looking at Rick decide out a whole season. Like you, when you gonna fuck up, man? It's gonna go to your head, man. Right. I don't even know if he was a good cop. He got shot on the job. <laughs> like we we just assume these things because we're rooting for him because he's the protagonist, but we don't know that he's a good person. Right. And to go back on something that Nina was saying, I guess from my perspective is that he low-key tried to talk to Deanna, but her ass was like, the security system here is fine, bitch. Why we got to turn it on for? Why we got to put security cameras up? Why we got to look outside? Why we got to take down the poles? He was like... Cause if I was on the outside looking in, I climb up these poles and bring my ass in here. So yes, he could have tried harder, but he did kind of bring things to her attention, and she turned that shit down. Like no, he, uh-uh. he did, he did. He, I mean, I don't think one Rick thing was... she listened. She they that's why she sent Abraham and them out to get the materials because he was yeah. about expanding the wall. So she listened okay. to like one thing, mm-hmm. but I feel like he was more interested in figuring out who broke that ugly fucking owl sculpture. Yeah, no, that's true. No, that's know, true. Like he was just preoccupied with the wrong shit. Well, my that, problem, that, that's true. Cause you think my, it's not your friend. So that's what he was more concerned about. My thing with Rick, he's trying, he's trying to climb the wall around Jesse's panties. <laughs> <laughs> well, my thing with Rick is that he has been right. But but it's like Shane. Shane was right a lot. But you have yeah. no you have no tact. Like you correct. There's a way to talk to someone to get them right. to do what you want them to do, and then there's a way where you can be right and still make a motherfucker be like, no, fuck you. I'm not doing it. Um, right. even last week when he brought up to Deanna where he was like, Pete, what's up with that? And you find out that Deanna's already known about Pete beating his wife, but apparently he's such a skilled surgeon. He's fucking dr andrews and shit right. like he's like oh no we can't possibly fucking stop him from killing his wife nah I he got a drunk. yeah yeah who gonna right. fix who's gonna fix my fucking knees you know right. i got arthritis so um what was what, what was funny is in that scene he doesn't just say well we just gonna kill the motherfucker he's like well what if we just try putting him in a different house no 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 you being crazy what happens if he don't want to go did we make him tell him that's how it's got to be yeah but what happens if he don't want to do that then we fucking kill him. Like what? Like if he won't do all of that, like what the fuck do you expect? Let him go back to beating his wife. Cause it's difficult. Like, are you fucking serious? Right. And she's like, we'll just kick him out. He's like, bitch, I kick people out before they come back. That's how it happens. You kick them out. And then next week you're like, damn, we probably should kill bad people. That's not really a smart plan. So yeah, he like, he was absolutely right. But the way he went about it, she was just like, oh, like staring at the grave of her son. It was like, no, fuck you then. Right. And, and for me, th- like, now nah, I did have a problem with her when it came to that because Rick was like, yeah, I kicked the prisoner out outside and what he do he come back out the blue and letting zombies in here i had to deal with his ass i had to deal with other people that i let out they come back they don't die they multiply and next thing you know they got a crew they got a click and y'all got problems yeah. and they're coming back with a tank right although, although you do have to take into consideration he he kicked carol out and she came back and saved his ass mm-hmm. so she did sure. she did but uh here's the thing though i don't have much respect for dina either i feel like mm-hmm. she's She's one of those politicians that's like too liberal. Like she's one of those like Starbucks, let's have a conversation type politicians and shit. We race together. Well, I'm like, like this shit ain't gonna solve nothing though. You know, like 
if you look at the policies there, like they don't have guns. <laughs> like no one can have a gun. Like what? What if the bad people comes? Like oh nah, we'll just talk to them. Like get the fuck out of here. Anyway, so um he's like uh he ends the meeting by saying, <laughs> excuse me, I'm gonna go to sleep. And I said this dick. Oh, I was like fuck Rick. I was like fuck him so hard right now. What a dick, man. I'm I'm telling you, man. That white woman went into his head, man. That's. It's like uh, Kanye said, when he get on, you leave your ass for a white girl. Yeah, she did get into his head, both of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so then they talk about um, uh, Maggie goes to visit Deanna and uh, Reg. Uh, and she's like, I don't like anybody named Reg, by the way. Um, he doesn't. I know this. All, all people named Reg should go by Reginald or Reggie. That's it. Anyway, so Reg... Uh, and uh deanna chilling and uh deanna still uh rocking the, the the sweater looking cold and shit and uh maggie's like hey man uh this meeting tonight if it's about sending rick uh out of here you need to stop because that ain't gonna happen right and she's like why not and she was like because uh everybody like rick and uh rick crazy so don't do that and uh she was like look um we just gonna have a meeting and we're gonna talk about it and she was like and maggie asked a good question which is basically like is this a fucking monarchy or a monarchy or a democracy basically you're gonna get a bunch of scared people that don't know both sides of the story to turn on rick and kick him out um meanwhile you know she trusts she trusts rick she's been with him long enough so she's like it without even knowing the full story if he whooped that dude's ass he must have had a good reason that that's pretty much her whole thing now i'm not saying she's right for that but i'm just saying she's been through the shit with rick so she's like that's my dog he don't whoop people's ass for no reason um and so deanna's like no we're gonna have a meeting and then i'll make the decision as i've done since the beginning so remember she did say she exiled three people before Mm -hmm. so she does feel like that's a death sentence basically because when rick asked her about the beginning she said that she killed three people before by exile so we don't really know that they died but whatever yeah and and my thing is that the reason why maggie knows because maggie knows how it feels with her her dad glenn and all them sitting around that campfire when rick was like had that motherfucking gun was like my way or the highway bitch so she understands how it feels when somebody comes and dictates to you and you're scared and you're afraid Mm um yeah i think that was part of it um and so she was like and plus, I think everybody felt that that vote was going against Rick. Let's be honest. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, as it should, okay? That right. nigga was wilding. I'm sorry. Yes. He, King <laughs> Kong ain't got nothing on me. Yeah, he was, yes. he was a bad person. <laughs> he was totally Denzel. Yes. <laughs> he was sitting around like, look at you. Y'all soft. I was like, this dude is fucking, anyway. He fucking up. So, um, so Deanna tries, so, um, so Maggie's like, look, you just don't understand when we were out there, the things we lost and the, and, and then Deanna cuts off and says the things you lost. Cause she just lost her son. Mm-hmm. And Maggie was like, bitch, I don't lost everything I love. Right. My she's like, we've my lost sister. so much more. And she's right. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about it. Like Deanna and those guys in the walls, they have such a privileged life. She really does think the worst it can get is I lost my son. Correct. And Maggie's like, 
you know, I lost my dad and my sister and Rick lost his wife and you lost your son and he was a bit of a douche. Like, let's face it. Even you were thanking Glenn for kicking his ass. Like nobody really liked your son. And you, and by the way, you just lost your son. Like I lost my sister, forgot she was out there, went to go find her because I thought she was dead. Lost my dad before that. Lost her again on the way up to see her. Like, I like, bitch, I know some loss. You sitting up here talking about you lost. You ain't lost shit. So they had that moment. And then so Maggie got mad and was like, all right, then I'll see y'all at the meeting. And Reg came and stopped her. And he was like, hold up. The cavemen and the X-Men and <laughs> men on film and anthropology. And we got to stop running and we can't build civilization until we stop running or it's not going to work. And I was like, man, shut up. God, I hate Reg. Reg, thank you, a professor, dog, because he built some walls. All right, congrats. Built some walls. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, uh, Sasha went out to bury the zombies. I'm assuming she's burying the zombies that she shoots, uh, from the tower. Mm-hmm. And she was burying them in a, in a hole. And then she, uh, slipped into the hole and she laid down on top of the zombies like a zombie posturepedic mattress. Ah, ah, zombie what a bed yeah and the camera zoomed out on her just laying down <laughs> she was sleeping better than morgan yeah. yeah she was i wonder if she was finally like so sleep deprived she was like fuck it <laughs> but she's she, as peaceful as it's gonna get she slept yeah. there and they had this real dramatic music playing so you knew like her head was all fucked up um what does she wash she looks so dirty when she washed her hair is, is she like um daryl like i ain't washing my ass i don't know i feel like yeah, I don't know. Um, so yeah, I don't. <laughs> have... You don't want to talk about possibly how clean her ass is. You sure? Uh, I just love Sonique with Martin Green so much. I just don't. I, I just want her to be better. You know what I'm I saying? Know. I look at her like, like, oh no, boo! You should listen that girl, that black woman at the party. She probably knew about the hair products. Right, she was gonna yes. offer you some shea butter and everything. Come yeah, on, she would have hooked you up. Show you how to twist and lock it. Come on, dog. Yeah, she was talking that shit. This is what you worry about. Like, all right, now calm down. <laughs> Um, so, uh, Rick, uh, was talking with, um, Carol again, I believe. And, um, he was like, oh, wait, I just realized these tweets ain't in order. That's why. Uh-oh. Yeah. Anyway, he was talking with Carol again and, uh, they were talking about, um, the, the guns. Cause Carol was like, oh, nigga, I still got them guns. What's up? <laughs> and, <laughs> like a G. Yeah. Um, which is funny though, because, um, he was like, you would think that Rick would have been like, um, why don't you just keep the gun in if he really was having these doubts? Mm-hmm. That nigga mm-hmm. would have no doubts, man. He took that gun. Of course. He told her about what they wanted to hear. Yeah, yeah. All right, let me make sure I didn't miss anything because this shit was out of order for a second. Uh, I think I caught it. I don't think he would feel like normal if he didn't have a gun on him. Yeah. Oh, all right. I did miss something. Deanna told Maggie, he didn't pull the trigger. That's a metric. <laughs> and I was like, like yes. yes, you ain't been in the shit, man. You so spoiled, Alexandra. Like one of the key things to these last few episodes is how much I hate Alexandra and the people mm-hmm. there. Because they Cause just don't know what the fuck they're talking and about. they oblivious. Like she really thinks it doesn't matter that Rick didn't shoot their ass. He could have. Right. Like we 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 I saw Rick put a machete through a dude's head mid sentence in the prison. Right. Like he that's nothing. He bites out throats. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he stabs you through commercial breaks. What the fuck? 
Yeah. So yeah, Maggie, you know, and Maggie questioned Deanna and said that she, she didn't have real leadership when she said that shit about that meeting. So, you know, that was, um, you know, it's pretty gangster shit to, to even say that, man. Uh, I also forgot to mention that Rick did say something about slitting people's throats in that hostage plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rick, you ain't learned shit. And Glenn was like, like terminus. He goes, no, 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 we're just gonna right. say we're gonna do it. And I'm like, you fucking will slit somebody's throat. Stop right. lying. Right. We just go slit them a little bit, guys. Just, just, <laughs> just a little them, bit of blood. Just, just a little bit of slit. Um, so, uh, all right. We, I forgot to mention, uh, Dar- Darren, shout out to John. <laughs> Darren, yes. Daryl and Aaron are out in the woods on a motorcycle and a car. Um, what by the way uh another stupid thing for walking dead that you know i don't care because it's just part of the fiction now but mm-hmm. they gotta explain how these motorcycles work because apparently they can be loud as fuck zombies won't come <laughs> like everywhere daryl goes turns off the clucking no zombies come out like what the fuck was that like okay anyway so they get they stopped the fucking the 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 motorcycle in the car and they get out um and they're basically like hey we with somebody out here that we're looking at uh we see him we're gonna hang back set up the mic watch and listen daryl's like how long he said until we know we have to know uh then he mentions that he fucked up before mm-hmm. uh aaron apparently had let some people in that was crazy didn't know how to act didn't know how to act <laughs> ironic because i felt like he fucked up twice but <laughs> apparently he thinks it's just once right now because he hadn't been back home <laughs> oh that's right because they've been gone the whole time right? all this bullshit yeah. been happening yeah he's gonna get back and they're gonna be like hey, you know you almost fucked up twice now almost like uh so <laughs> deanna's gonna be like your your job is not this anymore yeah yeah <laughs> we're gonna you and you and the dude who watched the gate <clears throat> y'all got new jobs yeah. yes so, you're fired so um he mentions a dude named davidson who he said was the leader and he was strong and him and another woman and a dude and they let him in and they had to drive him off and basically exile him and D- uh daryl's like how'd you uh how'd you they just let y'all do that shit right because <laughs> <laughs> and i don't blame him because he said the two people he took with him were aiden and fucking nick right like y'all lucky uh, to be alive, dog. Right. The two least that's like taking me with you. You you, yeah. you know, you're not gonna get a lot accomplished and I'm not gonna be too much of any help if shit go down. I'm sorry. Yeah. And at that moment I couldn't help but wonder if Davidson maybe started the wolves. I started speculating and shit, but I have no idea if he's even alive. Yeah. So, um and we know they all they do is exile people, so he could be alive. Um True. So, all right, that's when Carol came back with the gun and was like, what up, Rick? Got some guns. And he was like, oh, yeah. Um, why didn't you tell Michonne that we had guns? And uh, Carol was like, Michonne stopped you. She knocked your ass out. And he said, she's with us. Glenn is. I didn't tell them. Uh, uh, I didn't tell them. And then she, uh, she says, I didn't tell them about the guns just in case. And Rick says, the dumbest shit he has said since kissing jesse on the cheek he said i don't want to lie nigga you've been lying for fucking six weeks now you don't want to lie get the fuck out of here man you just lied right (laughs) that's a lie rick that's anyway he said he don't want to lie and i love carol's response which was you say you don't want to take this place and you don't want to lie oh sunshine you don't get both no you don't 
Yeah. It's just like, oh, cheer up, you know. Was it, I think it was, was it you, John, that it was, I thought it was either you or Rod that tweeted that at this point, Carol's like that bad influence friend. This <laughs> 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 guy must have been John. It wasn't me. Yeah, she, she's the friend who will convince you to jump off a cliff, and then once you jump off the cliff, she'll convince you to tell the doctor you fell. Right. I, I, ah. she's a, I, she has, I, I think I said it on uh, our podcast, I said, uh, she's kind of like the the abusive husband now, where mm. she'll tell you, you know, to tell the doctor that you fell down some stairs. Yeah. I, that, that's what she'll do. She'll She'll do something to you, and then she'll tell you to lie about it. Yeah, she's not a good person no more. Um, no. I mean, she threatened to kill the kid, dog. Like, she's not good. Anyway, so she oh, was yeah, like... She gangster. Yeah, so she gave him the gun and was like, you know, just in case we gotta kill some people. Um, in order to save the people. Whatever that means. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Rick Rick goes outside um, for the first time, and they had armed guards outside of his house. Or wherever they were holding him. And Tobin was there. Who seemed to be in charge? I noticed they had a random brother there too. Shout out to him getting some work. <laughs> uh, and he was like, "What's up, Tobin?" Tobin was like, "Rick." Uh, and then Deanna Ice Grill Rick, like this <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah, here he go with his shit. Um, and I realized something when he said he didn't want to lie. He was on the reason that came out so false. He was only talking about lying to his crew. Right. Like, he wasn't talking about Alexandria. He didn't give a mm-hmm. fuck about them people. He was like, I feel bad lying to Glenn and Michonne. Right. Uh, and the rest of these motherfuckers can go to hell. We're going to still put our knives in their throats and take this bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a jerk. Um, so Maggie told Glenn that she was going to try to solve the issue with the meeting with Rick. And, um, I start, and I realized something at this moment that I hadn't thought of before because I was really pissed with her last week because she never told them about gabe mm-hmm. and i thought well here she's gonna have an opportunity to tell glenn about gabe and then we'll get we'll get to the bottom of this shit and maybe they can start preparing for whatever they're gonna do to gabe um but she said um i'm gonna handle it and i realized she probably thinks she can handle this shit on her own but that makes no fucking sense oh my god it doesn't make sense you know who tried that andrea look where she ended up mm-hmm. like i don't under like even I can't even, I'm sorry. It makes no sense that she didn't even at least say to Glenn, well, let me tell you what this motherfucker said today. Right. Like, that's just natural. You come home from work, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, let me tell you what this bitch said at work. You, I can't, I don't understand how she hasn't at least told her husband mm-hmm. what Gabriel, and it makes no sense to, this is my issue. I feel like they set up all these little things for like the past two or three episodes. And this was the episode where we thought we would get some sort of reason. Like, why mm-hmm. isn't nobody talking about the W's? Why didn't she tell him about Gabe? And then we got 90 minutes of them waiting for nothing. Like, yeah. there's no fucking reason that meeting had to be at night. Yeah. Like, why is Glenn just sitting in the road? Like, he's just sitting outside looking at the ground. Yeah. And it's like, aren't you in the middle of trying to prove that you're not lying and that Nicholas is lying because this woman lost her son? Like nobody's talking about that. Like this whole thing right here just bothered me because it was like, they're just sitting around like they have better things to do and they don't. Well, I will say this about that. One, Glenn thought it was handled. He thought he threatened Nick and it was over, but it wasn't (laughs) over. You know what I'm saying? Like he knows Nick's a coward. And I, as a man, I know he thought, I threatened that motherfucker. I know he a bitch. I don't already whooped his ass one time. So mm-hmm. that's the end of this shit. But Nick is a crafty coward. He's not just your normal type of coward. He was like, right. 
fuck you asian people don't tell me what to do <laughs> all they do is serve me my number two this did make me wonder about glenn and maggie's relationship though because i noticed he hadn't told her about nick correct so I, you know maybe they did off screen but they didn't seem to have talked about it or she didn't really ask what he was doing deal, how he was dealing with it she even asked him like what was wrong with him at that point he was just like uh chilling nothing yeah, nothing. And then he says, you know why? This is where I feel like we're being manipulated here mm-hmm. because there's no reason why they shouldn't have talked about other things, these really important things going on. It was literally, I'm going to try to talk to as many people as possible before the meeting. Yeah. How about you start with your own fucking people? Mm-hmm. You know, like that's the first thing. And then the second thing is they're sitting there. There's something clearly wrong with him. She asked him about it. And he goes, nothing i love you yeah. and i was like you know what that was for us to worry that one of them is going to die because it's the finale like yeah. this whole scene was just so contrived and i hated it i did worry that one of them was going to die though oh, so of course it, it definitely yes. worked yeah um, I, I did too and i think for me when it came to uh maggie uh i guess just my perspective for her she was being very diplomatic i think her thing was like I'm going to be as diplomatic as possible. I'm going to talk to as many people as possible. And I think she almost felt like she had a seat at the quote unquote council mm-hmm. because, yeah, you know, yeah. Deanna that talked shit, to them. So it definitely went to her head. Right. And, yeah. and, and that's a, a, a one reason why I, I think that in her mind, she felt like she could ha- quote unquote handle it. Even though I do agree, she should have informed them and told everybody what was going on and things like that. But I think in her mind, she, and that's why I think she was offended when she went to Deanna and, and she the, wouldn't listen right and she shot her down and but shit also, like that because she was like well bitch i've been here and i've been pleading for these people and they've been doing these things and everything i've been saying has been proven right and you're not gonna take somebody out of my group and kick them out well also deanna took her under her wing for that role yeah so i feel like she thinks like i want to kind of see how deanna handles this shit as well you know correct um anyway all right so the Gabe goes for a quick walk, and I'm just like, something eat him. I don't give a fuck. A, <laughs> a wolf, a bear, zombie, a rabbit, a fucking shark. Yeah, a right. feral land, cat. Land shark. Yeah, right. uh, anything attack this motherfucker. Wolverine. Um, <laughs> That'd have been great. And the guy's like, hey, man, you going out? You want a gun? He's like, no. The word of God is the only protection I need. And I was like, oh! oh. <laughs> Let <laughs> him die, please. I rolled my eyes at... This. yeah god ain't so what about all the dead people anyway so um carl uh rick gets to the house and carl's like hey man stop tripping please don't and, fuck this up. Yeah, right I, I'm about i've to, been playing video games for three days and i might get late don't right fuck this up. right I, I gotta eat it i gotta eat it over here i don't know about you and jesse but me and enid are pretty tight yeah so. He says, uh, he's like, uh, you know, you back home. He's like, yeah. And he goes, you know, that's what this is now. Home. You know, home. That's, that's what we call this. Right. And, I plan on stand daddy. You know, yeah. it's almost like the kid is like, daddy, don't go out there and fuck it up for me. Cause I got hormones raging a hard dick and pussy that I want. And you about to screw all this up, daddy out here fucking around. So Rick was like, yeah, I know it's home, you know, but, uh, I might have to, you know, might have to let these people know what's up and he's rick and i love that carl knew how to feed rick's ego here because mm-hmm. rick's been out of control and so he doesn't go uh because he was like you know you understand i might have to do that and he goes they need us they'll die without us so right. it was more like hey you're still right dad but you're being crazy right. 
and he says i might have to threaten them i might have to kill one of them and and carl's like you won't and he says i might and he says you have to tell them he said i tried to tell them last night and the motherfuckers was tripping he was like nah you was tripping tell them so they can hear you right and um he and rick goes does that make you afraid and carl goes for them right because <laughs> he was like i do got sense daddy yeah oh i was like right. i'm gonna be all right yeah and i realized at this point uh one of the things that this is is like spider-man's with great power comes great responsibility for rick and the crew because they do have great power compared to the alexandria people and they they can do whatever the fuck they want really they could have just walked in there point guns at everybody and said it's our shit now get the fuck right. out except rick is the punisher like it's like instead of peter parker frank castle just is like <laughs> yeah great power um and i'm gonna kill some people then he's like no 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 punisher we can use our words yes words what the fuck are words um yeah he's only gonna kill the bad people <laughs> right so darren darren is out in the woods and uh they're like uh looking and uh my man uh Aaron is like, hey man, let's just get the fuck out of here, dog. It ain't working. Because um, <laughs> I think they saw a dude in like a red poncho or some shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. rubbing the the stuff on his face to keep the mosquitoes off. So yeah, that wow. made Daryl feel like, oh, he's smart. He might be somebody worth following. Right, yeah. yeah. And they ran to like a food place now. And Aaron was like, fuck that dude, man. Let's go get, <laughs> some, let's go get something to eat. You know, there's some bad people out there. And Daryl's like, yeah, that's why we need to keep looking for the good ones and aaron's like yeah but we need to get some food if we don't have food to feed the people then blah 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 and daryl's like man shit i can see you already quit so that's cool we just <laughs> right we just get some food and, and aaron is the worst because he talks about his partner he's terrible because he's just oblivious he's not walking around he's not paying anything any attention he's talking about motherfucking food like mm-hmm. well you knew he was bad at his job the way he got rick in them like mm-hmm. he wouldn't eat the applesauce it's like this man will fucking kill you eat the applesauce stupid. right yeah a- applesauce traumatized me man you gotta eat that fucking <laughs> shit or die um uh, so daryl was um you know daryl was like all right then let's go in they knock on the gate they kill all the zombies um uh, and what i noticed is like this like you know well we'll get to the fact that it's uh yeah yeah it's coming up in a few tweets so anyway um aaron was so pressed to get a motherfucking license plate they went behind the these trucks these food trucks that had like the doors closed and i thought like he was looking like oh oh shit man we about to get some food this yeah, yeah. like oh shit alaska bitch yeah i'm completing my- the set right i gotta start all over anyway yeah collector's edition still never been <laughs> broke out the box right daryl's like that's not the kind of plate i'm looking for come on (laughs) i know he looked at it go it got a 2013 inspection sticker dog (laughs) hey so he got the the license plate and uh popped it off and daryl goes and like kind of observes the 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 because he's smart he was like we're kind of in the cut over here like I need to pay attention because well, you show not. Yeah, yeah, this dude's blabbing off of the mouth about shit I don't care about. And uh, Daryl's checking to see if there's, like, any booby traps or rigs. Why are the doors locked to the back of the truck? He saw a couple weren't locked, but, you know, they also were closed. Uh, and then he goes and unlocks the one that is locked. They jimmy the lock. It pops open. And 
motherfucking d- w zombies start coming out man um and that's why i'm like yo they must mark the zombies like these can't all be people that used to be wolves these must right. just be people that got trapped and shit mm-hmm. um and the thing about this trap that i realized that was so fucking uh brilliant one the roamers they left out that was a good touch because it does make you feel like oh we killed the roamers now let's go get the food Right. That's how they draw people in there. Right. The second thing I... you outside, yeah. Yeah. And then the second thing I noticed when we went to commercial break, I paused it. These motherfuckers had um, soundproof the goddamn trailer. Like, you can see the lining against the, all the walls and shit. Oh. It was mattresses, though. Come on. Hey, look. I'm just saying they soundproofed that shit. It works. <laughs> because cause yeah. them motherfuckers was talking so loud. I was like... Cause when I, after I watched it the first time, I was like, why didn't the zombies say something when they were outside? Cause Aaron loud talking ass. Like it would have, like a zombie would have said something. Yeah. They had the can set up for some reason. Yeah. But On what? On strings and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What, but I really do think, um, or, you know, unless they just, I don't, I mean, I've been, I used to work in the container business. Mm-hmm. Ain't no fucking, um, lining in them containers. So it was de- like, they definitely set it up to be soundproof. Now, I don't know. It would have been better if they used some studio engineer foam or something, but <laughs> yeah. that's kind of, that's, that would, like, then you know, I would you, be like, what you, the fuck did they get? You improvise? Yeah. But, but anyway, so that's why they didn't hear him, I believe. Um, and, but as soon as they did, it was so many and they had the back of the trailer open for the other side. So you couldn't escape out the, you know, out the back. And they like crawled up under a fucking like trailer and then like fought their way to a car and they got they stuck pulled in out there. like water because it was like it was like boom 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 and I was like what the fuck are all these zombies and coming it, from? Oh, yes, this is where he took out three with the chain. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh that was a good one. He whipped that was it. awesome. So he yeah he ghost rided them motherfuckers <laughs> and then he um got into they got into the car and um, the one thing I that was funny was like. When the car was unlocked, I was like, and they're trapped. <laughs> like, why would the car be unlocked, dog? Y'all are dead. So they go to commercial uh, when they're stuck in the car. Uh, they come back stuck in the car. And uh, they op- they're like, <laughs> Daryl's like, oh, we could put, like, something on the windows to keep the zombies from seeing us. Something will drive by. The zombies will leave. And that's when uh, Aaron finds a note that says, trap, bad people coming. <laughs> Right. <laughs> that person did that, not <laughs> did not have a lot of time. No, it might as well have been written in blood too. Like it <laughs> was just, I thought it was. Right. right. It, it could have just been like y'all gonna get raped or some shit. <laughs> Everybody gonna die. So uh Carol came by to deliver one another one of her stellar tuna casseroles. <laughs> Casserole game is on fleek. I clear this. Uh and <laughs> I like that Pete opened the door and she just walked the fuck in. Yes. <laughs> she was right. like, excuse me. Yes. And he was like, what? What are you doing here? It's yeah. Like, and so, uh, Carol, uh, was like, um, you know what I'm doing here, dog? I'm fucking, um, coming to deliver this casserole. Um, matter of fact, I think I actually had the clip. This Pete opening up the door. You need to check on Tara. You treated her. You're a surgeon. You need to do that. Get out. She pulled this knife out 
so smooth like it reminded me of my grandma rest in peace dog that shit was so smooth you just like mm, that's a switch like it was that quick <laughs> where'd that come from i could kill you right now i could i will and then who would believe i did it because i didn't like you no one They believe you tried to hurt me. Definitely believe that. So, and I was like, like father, like son. Because she did Sam the same way. Right. And she nicked the hell out of him. And she was like, bitch, come at me if you want to. Oh, God, that was so good. She said, come at me. No? Yeah? No. Okay, oh. yeah she's like i can and i will because she was like i will not be a victim and when she got done she because she was like you basically got a second chance here mm-hmm. don't blow it because i would love to kill you and she said she stuffed the fucking casserole in his chest in his stomach and was like i want my dish back clean when you're done and she closed the door and he slammed that he slammed that casserole <laughs> on that ground he was like this isn't my house this isn't my house. I was like, Pete gonna cry in the car. <laughs> he was hurt. Yes, because he was like, I'm not gonna go at her because that bitch might fight me back. Mm-hmm. No, and nobody wants her casseroles. No, I, what is her one? Yeah. She can't cook, right? I went and put the look at her. Would you True. eat anything Carol cooked? True. Once you put a she knife in my mouth. She great cookies, though. I know this. <laughs> I know this much, though. I would be immediately going to check on Tara. I know that much. I know, right? She was like, go check on Tara. I'm going to kill you. Uh, okay. Uh, what time is good for her? <laughs> um, so yeah, they both got, 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 you know, fucked up. Mm-hmm. So, um, Glenn is in the woods. He runs, trying to follow Nick for some reason. Right. Cause he's seen him climb over the saw, wall. Yeah. Climb yeah. wall. Cause he has to do this by himself without communicating to anybody. <laughs> um, and this is what happens, by the way, when you get a little overconfident thinking somebody's a bitch. Yep. It can happen yeah. to any of us. Never underestimate your opponent, but he thought dude's a bitch. I'm gonna go out here and just set him straight. So, uh. But really, be sure he don't die, cause that, cause Glenn Don't has, die. Cause Glenn has compassion, because remember he told him, don't go outside the walls, yada, yada, yada. I think it was more of, why are you going over the walls? I thought I told you not it to. It was not to keep him from dying. I know that yeah. much. Yeah, I was, think he was keeping was, an eye on him. Just keep, yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's no compassion in that. Anyway. Well, and the re- I, think, I think he was going out there and he was going to grab him and he's like, what the fuck did I tell you? Stay inside. Right. Like, I thought that's what he was going to do. He's like, what yeah. you know about outside? Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he, uh, he, he, he rolls up on a zombie that looks like, I don't know what happened to that zombie. And like his back was ripped up and I think there was like a chain on the ground. I don't know what happened to that zombie. Yeah, yeah. And I think he didn't either because he was standing there trying to figure it out. <laughs> All confused like us. And Nick just came out of nowhere and was like, blah! Shot him in the shoulder. Mm-hmm. And, and Nick is a good shot because he hit Glenn, Glenn from so far away. But he's also a horrible shot because that shit didn't even make Glenn fall. <laughs> like, <laughs> he just like, stumbled backwards. Yeah, Glenn was like, ouch, I'm out! And just ran. <laughs> <laughs> like they shooting um so uh of course rick in another line of bad decisions oh fuck goes to see jesse now i mean now look nina we kind of <laughs> talked on twitter at, at one point about jesse and rick all right mm-hmm. 
and then I felt like I was I was sub podcasting you for like a week because I was like that that nigga don't she don't want him so can, can we come to a consensus that like Jesse is more like damn Rick you are really aggressive I no I don't think you think you think I, she's courting no, all this I don't I think mm-hmm. I, I think when you have a man standing in your living room. And he's telling you, your husband beats your ass. I can make him stop. You got to let me do this. Just say yes. And your next question is, would you do this for anyone? If he's a decent fucking human being, he would. But you want to know that you're special. Like, fuck her and her scissors. And they're both wrong, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Like, mm-hmm. he, he's, he, he doesn't know how to speak to people. And he doesn't know how to read a situation. And showing up to check on her was just bullshit and she had the right idea here where she was just like look i can't have people seeing you talking to me you just nearly killed my husband last night you know like i think she was right there but i definitely think she's she courts this stuff well she kicked him out of her house right before that so i'm married i can handle it myself Mm -hmm. then he went back up in her house because he seen a red balloon that was on him (laughs) and then he was like i'm gonna i'm gonna take care of your kids your kid asked me for a gun he gonna kill him and shit and even then, she was like, "But is you you're not doing this for the right reason? Like you're not doing it yeah, just because it's right for me. You're doing this because you like me, and that's not right. Correct. Like I don't think she was saying that on some like because we need to be together. But like, nigga, you are crazy. Like this is not good what you're doing. And I think she hit him with that shit again today when she was like, "What the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> like this is like you are so like he's like the reckless." Dude. Yeah, he's like the dude that um he likes you, but he don't know how to fucking play cool. And just all right. So let me ask you: you you what you're saying then is you mean to tell me when season six start, those two are not fucking? Um, I don't know. I do think, but in that season, I do think they'll hook up eventually. Yeah. Okay, but But you're you're saying that I think he's wearing her down. Not, (laughs) I don't think she ever was like, oh, I'm gonna get this man. I think she's just like. Damn, dog, you are oppressed. Like, I'm abused. My husband crazy. I think once her husband's dead, I think he's going to try to, it won't be as fucked up. But I think people still going to talk about their ass, but it's, uh, it won't be as fucked up (laughs) after he's dead. But who going to raise his fucking kids, man? Like, Rick crazy. Rick already raising one that ain't his. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Judith ain't his. Mm -mm. Um, so I, I, I feel like Jesse really just got Rick prepared for Michonne. That's all. I, that's all. That's, I think. You know, I want yes. them. I'm, I'm at this point now where uh, Michonne could do better than Rick. Fuck him. Yep, I'm over it. <laughs> like I like for a while I was on the Rick Sean tip, but uh, somebody, the way he be acting lately, I'm like, girl, don't mess up your life fucking with that loser. Somebody on our Facebook group asked today, do we think that um, Michonne would hook up with Morgan? I was like, fuck no. I hope not. Um. I'd be okay with it, but I need to know if Morgan's crazy or not anymore. Like I'm, I'm, like I'm now looking at Michonne like she's somebody I love. Where I'm just like this nigga ain't no good, Michonne. Don't look at this. He's so old for her. Yeah, I, I, I feel but like you, Morgan. Like we haven't been shown that he's over losing his own wife and right. kids. Like we have to be shown that. That's what I feel like with Rick with this Jesse thing. We've been shown that he's over Lori. At least we've been shown that. So now he can move on from her and, and go on to Michonne. But with Morgan, we, we have only seen him like once every season. Yeah. So we don't really know if he's over his wife or not yet. Well, we have to be shown for, that for the record, I, I, I don't, nobody, I'm, I'm, I'm not shipping Morshone 
yet like i'm not on that okay. tip. so i'm just i mean it could happen but they need to they need to flesh that out they need to show more about mm-hmm. morgan before we do that i mean now while you bullshitting though all they need is a dude with a nunchuck and some size and they got the whole ninja turtles so <laughs> i'm not I, y'all kind of convincing me just making me think about this shit. <laughs> the <laughs> motherfuckers with a bow stab and a sword killing zombies? I don't know. Uh, I could be that, into that. That'd be a beast. And I don't think, and maybe this is just me, I don't think that Rick is completely over Lori for the simple fact that he when kissed they- kissed Jesse with that baby. No, when they oh. first got there. By the way, that, I'm just saying, you know how he kissed her when she was holding his baby? Right. That, that was kind of like how you kiss your wife. Like, oh baby, let me yeah. see the- that, That's true. And, mm. and but my bit, the, the thing that triggered it for me was that when they was there and Rick was talking about me and Lori used to look at homes like this. Like yeah. I, I think in his mind, he, he still misses her. And I think in my opinion, that's why he's over aggressive as far as trying to get, get at Jesse. this other woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's trying to substitute for the fact that I've been out here all this time. I haven't fucked. I haven't been interested in another woman. I'm going to take you. I'm going to take you caveman style yeah. and it's not good. All right. So Pete sees these motherfuckers talking. Right after Jesse said, people shouldn't see us talking right now. And Rick was basically like, uh, nah, dog, I like you. And, um, she was like, come on, man, get off my porch. And you were right. <laughs> and she's like, you were right. He was definitely beating me and shit. I mean, you, you right. He needed to get the fuck out the house. Now, please Why don't. is Pete across the street? That nigga, that was that, my I, question. I hate Alexandria people. I hate that. The Alexandria people are so fucking stupid. They really thought the solution was to move him a house and a street down the block. Like, literally two houses where he can see the front porch. Now, maybe he can test it like, that's my family, those are my kids, y'all can't do this. But you need to, like, show your work if you're going to say that. Like, see his, And then they got Rick, if you notice, they were keeping him in an unfinished house. Right. So, it... it very much look like a prison. Mm-hmm. They put Pete's ass in a finished fucking house with liquor in it because mm-hmm. he was drunk again. again. I'm like, and and Rick had three guards outside his house. Nobody's watching the fucking wife beater. Right. I, I <laughs> fucking. I hate Alexandria, man. Yeah. They're just not ready for prime time, man. No. That's what he tells them too. You're not ready. Yeah, they're fucking. They're like an NBA DL team where it's just like y'all not in the y'all not ready for the major league, man. Yeah, and and for me, I think the thing that made no sense. I agree with you, Nina. Now that's not for a complaint that is a complaint i had whoa 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 it's stupid it totally makes sense for the shit alexandria people do that that's yes. right in line they yeah. do yeah, yeah, yeah they take half measures every time they yeah. anytime they get a chance where it's like yo the the, the harsh punishment that would work is this they always like no 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 well, that's a little too much when did they get the restraining order around the block fuck that we'll right. put them two doors down but don't you guys think it would have been more interesting for them to at least acknowledge the fact that, like, it's kind of crazy, mm-hmm. but I kind of like the fact that they were like, we know he has a problem. We know he beats his wife. Right. We know he likes to drink, but he's the only doctor we have. Like, if you put it to a community vote, if, like you said, if you got arthritis right. or if I'm pregnant and you say to me, oh, well, you know, we got a problem with him. We might have to exile him. He's the only doctor. I might vote for fucking Jesse to take an ass whooping. I'm just saying. Right. I might be like, you know, which is what? why, which is why you can't put that shit to vote. That's why. That's right. like that's that's Rick's whole point. Is like right. that's why you kill people. Is because people will make compromises. Like in a way, I thought Deanna lost that discussion, like that debate, for my mind, 
because she she's still living in real world rules and he's like just zombie rules like yeah we've been we've watched the, I've, <laughs> I've watched four the seasons like, oh go ahead john sorry this, sorry this, this, she's like this is a state's rights issue yeah like, <laughs> right i've watched four <laughs> seasons of how the shit goes in the zombie apocalypse and so is rick and Deanna's still on season one, man. She's like, she really think you can get back to civilization by just talking about it. Like, no, that dude going to die. I mean, that dude need to die. Anyway. I'm but, sorry. John and I imagine that because he likes to drink. I was like, well, they make runs. Just don't, don't give him any alcohol. alcohol. And then John was like, he probably demands the alcohol or he refuses to be the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> like, or, you know, they figure a drunk doctor is better than no Or maybe, doctor. you know, oh, or nothing worse than a sober ass whooping, you know, like <laughs> maybe sometimes you get too drunk to whoop their ass and they'd be like, oh, we got the <laughs> night off. Oh, Lord. I don't know, cause she said she had talked to him and fixed it before. Like she really thought they could fix it, man. She's found like Karuchi train. Um. So anyway, um, they was uh, they come but back. But I love him and I know who he is, Ayana. I know what he needs. Um, yes. So um, they did all this him and hauling in the car, and I won't get too far into it because I really didn't give a fuck. But <laughs> uh, Daryl was like, man, I feel more like myself even in this car trapped with these zombies than I did in them fucking houses. And Aaron was like, I shouldn't even be out here. I fucked up again. <laughs> then Daryl was like, man, I'm going to smoke this cigarette. Then I'm just going to run out here that way, killing zombies. Then you run the other way. And then uh Aaron was like, nah, I can't even let you do that, player. I fucked up, too. We're going to go out together on three. And um while I do love that Daryl is opening up and shit, you know, that's cool. Um I was just like, mm, I, like don't do the cliche like we're gonna escape and then the bad people show up and uh they did they really did do one two three which is complete tv show trope shit and on three a miracle happens morgan shows up and morgan tell morgana tellos all those motherfucking zombies <laughs> with his uh with his bow staff and clears a path and they all escape yes uh exactly on three by the way like what yeah, if, in my mind i'm always like what if that person was like Oh, my shoes are tied. <laughs> they just like, <laughs> like it's just they bust out and they're like, "Oh, zombies are eating us." He's like, "Oh, damn, y'all would have waited one second. Yeah, they never show. They never show up on one either. Like, never. Just, <laughs> like, uh, that's Ooh. the power of a lucky rabbit's foot. I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what? I gotta start. Um, I'm gonna have to start saying one, two, three in my life more. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna pay this student loan bill in one, two, a check. It came out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I can still pay the rent. Um, it don't work like that. Yeah. So Morgan and um, Daryl have a conversation where they're like, "Hey, man, come with us. We're looking for some good people." And you seem pretty have have uh, pretty good with the staff. And he was like, "Nope, can't do that. Looking for somebody. Got a place to be. By the way, I don't know where I'm at. Can you look at this map and tell me?" And, I was like, "You have the fucking map. Can you yeah, not read it?" It's like that's what a map is for. But uh I guess since they don't have uh Siri, they just gotta make do with what he did. So Yeah, do you Darryl, know how hard it is to read old school fucking maps? Like we have a tendency to forget right. that with the GPS stuff it'll narrow it down to like your footsteps. Them we old need school the, we need the little dot moving for us. Right, the old school map with the ledger up in the top hand corner with a half of a square inch is a fucking mile. Like that shit ain't easy. I will say this though, Karen. <laughs> I That's will. like a map from, from the back of a Chuck E. Cheese menu, too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this, though. 
if anybody can read a map, it's Daryl, right? Correct. Like, if anybody can read an old school map He's on a one track, compass. it's him. Because my black ass would have been like, uh, which way does this go? Where we, in? Where we in California? What state is this again? You said DC, right? Um, so he was like, um, on the map, it was the, the, the letter from Abraham to Rick does like C and DC. And it said Rick Grimes. Luckily, his full name, because Abraham's very consistent about knowing people's full names. And, uh, they had a knowing look at each other and I'm assuming Daryl was like, Oh, I know I haven't met you, but how you know Rick? And then, you know, right. they skipped that part. Or uh, he was like, You're the other black guy. Tyrese yeah. is gone. Noah is gone. It's time. It's time. <laughs> so you so you must be more Yeah. We gotta get the black man quota up. He dapped him up and was like, Oh, this show's so racist, dog. <laughs> um But yeah, Daryl it was serendipity. Uh give it up to the rabbit's foot. Um <laughs> Gabe came back from his trip. Uh, oh wait, no, no, no. Gabe was going on his trip and he wanted to let a zombie eat him. Yeah. So he was just standing in the fucking road like Michael Jackson in that Free Willy video. It was like, <laughs> uh, well, he was like, hold me like I'm your friend and that shit. And the zombie, and then it went to commercial. Then it came back and the zombie had a noose on it. And I'm assuming his black man instincts kicked in. He's like, I ain't dying to no fucking noose zombie. Like, that's racist. <laughs> So he, uh, that's where I stand, but I will lock everybody at the church and have them write nigger on the outside. I don't care anything about that. <laughs> yeah. He ripped the fucking noose off the zombie, which decapitated. Then he shoved it, slammed his head with a, with a rock. And then the zombie was eating on some random dude. So he went and killed that dude too. And then he balled up in the street and started crying in one of the most light skinned moments of all time. Oh my God. That is my new favorite gift. Yes. And nothing on that shirt. Nothing. nothing. On that shirt. Right. He must have had like a Tide pin on his, his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think he did. And the thing about Gabe, I want Gabe to die. But my thing with Gabe is like, I want him to die publicly. Don't be doing no private <laughs> shit where you go out in the corner and shoot yourself and they find you. I want it to be an open death because you was wrong. I would love for him to die trapped outside of something. It was like, let me in. I'm like, oh, how does it feel, bitch? Honestly, I don't even care if he dies anymore. Like at the start of the episode, I wanted him to get it for what mm. he did. And here I was like, good, get eaten. Mm-hmm. But now, like they're prayed about it. Like I'm, mm. like, I'm so indifferent to him now. All right. I can understand that. So uh, Gabe cries. Rosita wants Abe and Eugene to make up. So mm. Abe goes to meet Tara and he's like, oh, shit, Eugene here. Let me leave. She's like, no, go ahead. He's sleep. And so he sits down, and then uh, she slams a pan. Yeah, she turns some shit over. Yeah. Like, oh my bad. <laughs> and because uh, she just wants them to be friends, and if you remember, right. like that crew was friends. Correct. Yeah. And she's clearly forgiving Eugene for his shortcomings, and she wants Abe to do it now. And Abe does have a conscience, and I think sometimes I forget that because he tried to kill Eugene in the middle of the street. Um, and, but he, but he is kind of a good guy. You know yes, what I mean? Like is. when he saved that woman's life and mm-hmm. punched the, uh, Torben in the face or whatever, like he, like he is a good dude. He don't want to be a bad guy in my and opinion. And he didn't let Eugene drink the water. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He slapped that damn water. <laughs> yeah. He was being petty, but he was right. He saved his life. So, um, I was like, when I saw them look at each other and I realized they haven't been in the scene together basically since all that, since he about killed him. And I was like, that's why a feel guilty like he still feel bad about trying to kill that man Mm because that was his dog and uh eugene woke up and he was like you know i was talking to tara 
and he said she saved my life she also cracked open my gourd to considering implications i previously had i love the way he talks right whoever writes his dialogue it's so nerdy yeah he's he was like i will remark about those at this time (laughs) (laughs) it's so adorable um and so he basically was like uh he wanted to apologize uh for for you know lying and shit he's like you know i felt like you needed a mission oh go ahead he poured poured out his 80 breaky heart yeah he did he (laughs) really did he combed his mullet that morning he said i'm a new man yeah, we're going to comb and t- uh, tame this party down on top of my head. Yeah, so he basically said, man, I apologize. That was wrong. Also, I wanted to thank you because you saved my life. And um, then it was silence. And then um, my man uh, Abe was like, I want to apologize too. And he said, that's totally and wholly unnecessary. And Abe just said, I almost killed you. <laughs> like... <laughs> like you uh, apology need to come forward like i was gonna let you die in the street i ain't give a fuck and he he was like yes there's that and i love the way the scene ends not another word is spoken no it just ended and i was like that's perfect awkward silence bro hug like no not oh so good oh um all right so um the gate keeper dude saw gabe come in looking crazy as shit and he did two unforgivable things Mm -hmm. one he asked if that motherfucker would take his confession. Right. Well, come on. He has to confess to somebody that he hated his brother and he's glad he's dead. Come on. <laughs> All right. What does it say? What on Gabe's face looks like a motherfucker you want to tell your sins to? But like, <laughs> his face looks so crazy at that moment. I, he's like, hey, uh, can I talk to you later? I was like, no, not now. You go, what's wrong with you? Get in here and shut up. But you have to think, like we said, go back to Alexandria. He's he's like the the presence of of the Bible, right? Yeah. And so in his mind, you kind of like I said, like people do today, because they haven't been outside of the walls. There's like, well, this is your job. Like, oh you, no, 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 it makes sense oh, for the character. Okay, it's still stupid. True, but he's yes. just a dumb motherfucker for thinking you can talk to Gabe. <laughs> Nothing about Gabe's face at that moment said. I want to talk to you. And the second fucking unforgivable thing he did, which is even worse, he was like, I want to sneak off duty anyway to the meeting. Uh, you mind closing up? Close, turn his back and ran off. No, look at his face. He not right. Right. His face was so crazy that I don't, I'm like 100% sure he didn't leave it open on purpose. Right. Like mm, the way he closed right. it. Yes. His body language said he thought he was closing the gate. But if you look at his face, his face looked like, oh, these motherfuckers are going to die because I'm fucking crazy. His mm-hmm. face was so fucking crazy. I was like, why would you ask him to do anything? Yes. Oh, my God. So, of course, he left the gate open. Yeah, he just um, he just pushed it. I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Slammed it all hard, too. And then when you see what they have to do to lock it, like when you've seen it locked before or even later in the episode when Rick does it, it's like. How do you not do that? Like, right. do you-, <laughs> you fucking idiot. I hate him. So uh Nick is in the woods still trying to hunt um Glenn, sees a random zombie, he gets ready to stab it with his knife, uh instead of shooting with his gun because he obviously doesn't want Glenn to hear where he's at. Um then he's such a coward that he actually does shoot it like a fucking idiot. Oh my god. <laughs> what an yeah. idiot. I hate Nick. But I he, want him to die. He's such a coward, man. Yes, but he, that was brilliant. That makes sense, though. He's such a coward. He can't even do hand to hand with a walker. He's yeah. so scared to stab a fucking walker. So he shot it. 
and then of course uh glenn immediately was like yeah bitch and like beat him up a little bit now, yeah you shot me pete put his thumb in his motherfucking bullet hole right and i was like that's what cowards do he was thinking yes. of that shit the whole time he was like if i see him i'll put my thumb in his bullet hole and, um <laughs> glenn uh but glenn got in a good blow blow where he like fucked pete's leg up yeah, yes he, he did like, stomped on his knee or something that looks so visceral i was like he gonna need that surgeon oh <laughs> that might require surgery oh man you're gonna yeah, have some bad yeah. news when you limp your ass back but uh it felt good because now that made him even with noah now now yeah now he knows noah's pain yeah him and uh noah's rg3 he could be sam bradford so uh <laughs> So, uh, zombies came out of nowhere and they was laying on top of Glenn. I was like, man, come on. It was like three of them too. I was like, don't let Glenn die over this bullshit. Yeah. Um, I, I was about to be very upset. So. He should be dead though, but he's not. It seemed like he was dead. Like when they went to commercial, I was like, we're going to come back. They're going to be eating this motherfucker. <laughs> My husband said he, Rick found the gate open. He was going to find Glenn eating Maggie. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. <laughs> so, um. <laughs> I think we know, like, Glenn should get some nunchucks because he's clearly one of the ninja oh stars. man i would that's that, so yeah. racist right if it wasn't i would co-sign that if it some, wasn't racist some ninja star, i co-sign it john some ninja stars let's go all in no no you guys are both not allowed back yes he, he can't he might as well have had a walk and say what do you want on number three well this oh, has been geez. the black guy tips guys <laughs> this has been fun uh so rick came clean with michonne about the gun because she came through the crib and he was like i got this gun you want it uh, and I was like, okay, he's starting to come to his senses. And he's realizing Michonne isn't the enemy, which was a big step for him because he's been acting stupid. Um, and I was like, why did he ever doubt her, though? Because right. I know she was having a good time fitting in, but she snapped so into place when they were talking. When she was just like, yes, motherfucker, I'm on your side. What are you talking about? I, but I think he didn't really doubt her. Like... Mm-hmm. Like, is it, is this the scene where he said, uh, he lied because he knew she would try to talk him out of it and right. she would do it? He like, said, it I was, work. I was afraid you talked me out of it. You could have. And that's when I was like, like, it was one of those moments, like the end of, uh, unusual, I mean, usual suspects. <laughs> where I was like, oh, all his behavior kind of makes sense as far as him avoiding Michonne now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really been the fact that he knew he was wrong. And he knew if he talked to her, she was the person because she has been doing it all season, by the way. For some reason, it's not just some bullshit they pulled out of the out of the sky. He's she has been the person that has got him to do the right thing every time this season. And that's why it's easier to go to Carol because Carol's that girlfriend that will tell you to go back over to the married guy's house. Mm -hmm. So when you when you got somebody who's going to tell you to do the wrong thing because it's what you want to do anyway Mm -hmm. that's the friend you go to exactly you want somebody to keep your ass from getting in trouble you go to michonne exactly carol even told him to fuck with with jesse like like she's just not a good person so (laughs) michonne was just like look man i got your back no matter what we still friends she says i think you can find a way we can find a way and if we don't i'm still with you i was like michonne is babe I thought they were going to, oh, he should have kissed her. They did have a look in their eye. Well, she had a look in her face. 
And I was like, you still, you too good for him, girl. No. It's to the point, though, if, if he would have kissed her, I would have, I would have been surprised, but I would have totally bought it. Like, that's how mm-hmm. intimate it felt. And I it never did. feel that when he talks to Jesse, ever. Yeah, he, me neither. He did everything short of profess his love for her. Like, everything mm-hmm. he said was like, you could have talked me out of it because I love you. Like, he just stopped yeah. short. And it was so <laughs> close, body language-wise. Mm-hmm. But I, I, but see, I'm totally over him now. So if he would have kissed her, I would have threw a sandwich at my TV. Like motherfucker, <laughs> now you want to kiss somebody? You <laughs> were just down that white girl house. I would have got racist. You oh, were just down no that more. white girl house. Why am I acting like Rick Black? <laughs> acting like Rick selling out the race. Anyway, um, so I was, but I was, I was so mad at him. But uh, but it was one of those things where I'm happy that he's seeing reason because that's the character I like. Right. So, the fact that he's coming back to his senses is I can root for him again, but still, I was so mad at him for being stupid for so long. Anyway, mm-hmm. so uh, she said, something's going to happen at that meeting tonight. Just don't make something happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, all right, baby. Um, and so uh, he was sitting there holding his machete and the magical Negro Bob voiceover came in. <laughs> 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 I really wanted him to like look into the sky and see like ghost uh ghost Bob like talking to him and like Obi-Wan. Yes. <laughs> that would have been so good, right? If he like looked at the moon it would have been like his face talking. <laughs> when George Lucas redoes this, yes. he'll, put, he'll put him in there. Yeah, <laughs> he's like you going to find back you going to find yourself back in the real world and he said this is the real world, Bob. He said, "Nah, this is a nightmare. Nightmare is in." And I was like, mm. and then he looked out that motherfucking window, seen that gate was open. He's like, the nightmare continues, bitch. You was wrong. He ran, <laughs> he ran out there to close the gate. Um, and I did notice like it was darker in the woods. Then it was lighter when he talked to Michonne. Then it was darker when he went to the gate. Um, and then it was darker when was he was like running midnight. from the grind, from the gate. And then right. it was fucking 3 a.m. So I don't know what happened with the lighting in the in the series of events. How fucking big is this subdivision? Is what I want to know. Like, why did it take so fucking long for everything to happen? He's like, nah, man. The gate in the Pacific time zone. So that's why, that's why the sun was up. But um, Sasha went to go see the preacher, and she she said, "Can you help me?" And Kay turned and said, "Yo, it was almost as good as Empire with that name." Because he turned to her and said, no. Wow. The disgust on his face. Oh. Now, in that, it was so nasty, I would have just left or killed him. Like, there's no in between. I would not try to talk to him. Oh, I would have went on Facebook and talked about his ass that day, for sure. (laughs) He was going to get. You'd have been subtweeting all about him. He was going to get a status update for just for his ass. Uh, But he said, no. And then, uh, and he, to make it so bad, he didn't even fully turn towards her. He just like looked out the corner of his eye and like turned to the side, like, no, like, you disgust me. Man, not you, bitch. And, um, and then they just skip that, like, they go to the next scene. Uh, Rick is running around in the dark looking for zombies because the sun went down very fast. I don't know if they're trying to say time passed or not, but whatever. It went from like six to nine. Um, <laughs> and Maggie was at the meeting and she was like, we should wait. And Deanna's like, bitch, it's dark. But okay, 
who the fuck told you to have this meeting at night? Like, that's mm-hmm. when it gets dark, stupid. Like, I don't understand why you have a cocktail party in your house, but you can't have a fucking meeting to discuss exiling somebody in the house. Like, right. why are you all crowded around <laughs> these, a fire cold? Like, yeah, this it, makes no it, sense. These are, these are all a bunch of, like, suburban people who watch Survivor too much, and they have to <laughs> get around the fire and vote somebody off. Right. That's what it is. <laughs> Give me the totem. But Rick has the immunity totem. Um, so, uh, and I, and, and that's when I thought, like, maybe they were trying to say that time passed, but mm. like, maybe it wasn't supposed to be in the dark. And then Rick's dumbass was out there looking for zombies so long. They were just like, fuck it, start the meeting. I don't know where he's at. And Gabriel either just, it doesn't matter anymore. We're just going to kick him out. So, Deanna gives this long ass speech about, we're going to talk. I'm like, I thought it was dark. Hurry up. She was like, we're going to talk, not about the fight. What precipitated it? We're dealing with that. And I said, how? I hate y'all. How are you dealing with it? You- <laughs> we moved Pete a house, like two, two yards down the street, guys. It's over. <laughs> we solved the problem. Two mailboxes down. Yeah. It's taken care of. So don't, no one think about what could happen now. Um, and so she was like, where's Rick? And she says, I was hoping he'd be here. And Michelle said he, he said he's coming. Um, and, uh, I think it was Carol that said, I'm sure he'll be here. I'm sure we can work this all out. Um, and I thought, yeah, that's cool. Except we know Carol's version of working it out is using that gun in her motherfucking jacket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like she ain't slick. To, well, I'm sure we can work it out. When I got my gun in your motherfucking head, mm-hmm. wait for my Cody to get here. Um, so, uh, my man, uh, Sasha and um, Sasha and Gabriel, uh, were talking and she goes, I think I want to die. And this nigga was like, why wouldn't you want to die? You don't deserve to be here. What you did can't be undone. And she thinks she got it figured out. She's like, I speak crazy too. I know what you're doing. And I'm like, no, you don't. He's crazy. (laughs) He he said, Bob was consumed because of your sins. (laughs) And he he said, uh, your brother felt that he was a part from it. He was a part of it. He didn't deserve to be here. You don't. And then she lost it. She was like, get the fuck off me and like put the gun to him. And I was like, I actually am cheering for Bob, for Gabriel right now. <laughs> Wait, on Twitter, you said they were having a black act off. They were. Yes. Cause she was like, stop it. Black stop acting it. school. Like it yes, was such a. Lady May. Yeah. They were oh, blacking. Oh my God. They, it was a black acting like masterpiece. <laughs> uh, and they was out blacking each other too. I'm like, yeah. no. And so she was like, shut up, shut up. And it was like, uh, you know, going out crazy and shit. I, I like how John's real quiet when we talk about the black acting. Yeah, you know, we'll get to the white acting off. It's coming. <laughs> uh, after being out there and not like Maggie said, after being out there and not being how you were out there and not being out not being how you were out there it can drive you crazy rick just wants his family to live he wants all of you to live who he is is who you're gonna be if you're lucky uh oh no michelle said that and i was like "Mm, she's so right to die but that's a good point though (laughs) if you're lucky you'll live long enough to go fucking crazy (laughs) yeah she's like that's all you get it's like you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Yeah. That's like how your mom talks to you after your dad, like, does something. Like, after you get a whooping or, like, <laughs> he puts you on punishment that's way too harsh or some shit where you just like, damn, dad was tripping. And your mom comes in like, 
honey, he's just trying to be like, help you be the best person that you can be. He loves you. But yeah, you can't go out to December. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm not going to talk to him. I mean, that's crazy. You saw him. Um, yeah, so, you fucked up. Not me, son. Yeah, I'm sorry you lost your PlayStation. Uh, you shouldn't have took that back to it, but, uh, get your schoolwork done. <laughs> so, uh, Gabe, um, had no shot of beating Sasha one on one. I don't even know what he was thinking. He was tripping the whole time. And I realized at that point, maybe he wants him to kill it. Maybe he wants to be killed. Because mm-hmm. uh, he ain't going to win that fight. I don't give a fuck. Like, this ain't no zombie with a news, bitch. You about to get fucked up. Sasha been waiting to kill somebody <laughs> for a minute. Yeah, she been laying on dead things. Yeah. You ain't nothing. So uh Carol starts talking because they're, they're cutting back and forth in this montage. And she's like, Rick Grimes saved my life over and over. There's terrifying people out there. He rescued me from them. People like me. People like us. I said, nigga, you are not like them at all. Stop. I love that, though. She's so good. I was like. Is it she? I was like, bitch, you save people. What are you talking about? Seriously, she's so good to me. People like us. I was like, oh, you lying. You got a gun in your pocket. (laughs) Anyway, so she. um, Red wedding. Right. (laughs) I was waiting to pull out the heat while she was talking. Um, Meanwhile, Glenn and Nick in the woods playing extreme tag. And. They are still beating the shit out of each other. And, right. uh, fucking Nick, I don't, I guess he realized he couldn't just go back without Glenn. Cause what if Glenn lives? But is that what he was doing? Cause I was like, why is he still? Cause the last we saw them, Glenn had three walkers on top. On yes. Top of it. Mm-hmm. And then when we see, uh, Nick Dickless again, he's like stumbling through the woods, leaning on tree trunks. And I'm like, oh. what? why are you still out there? You know what? You're probably right. He probably just couldn't get back. Right. His knee was probably just too fucked up. He was right, like, Glenn fucked him up. Yeah, he's just walking back like, little foot, long foot. Oh, Lord. <laughs> little foot, long foot. Get your damn hands off of me. And, uh, so he's, he's going back. And, uh, Glenn f- catches up to him and starts whooping his ass as he's done several times at this point. Right. Why can't Nick get the point, man? Anyway. So, um, yeah, he like, he was like me as a little kid. He was like, I will take this ass whooping and I'm going to just protest. Fuck you. So Abe is talking now and he's like, there is a vast ocean of shit that you people don't know shit about. Yes. Rick Grimes knows every fine grain of said shit. And then some, and that really should have been the end of discussion. Right. I mean, really. He's just straightforward. He's like, I'm not going to pussyfoot around with y'all. Yeah. This is the truth. What can you say other than that? So, um, <laughs> so the wolves arrive to their trap that's been sprung and, uh, the buddy with buddy with the red, uh, red poncho. Shout out to my man, uh, Michael T. Ford the third or what? I think that's right. And he was like, uh, Red Riding Hood with the wolves. And I was like, oh, that's brilliant. Right. I didn't, didn't even think of that shit. Um, and so they brought him out there and shit and he was chilling. Um, and I'm like, did this motherfucker really fall for the we're taking you two speech? I was like, wait. I'm glad you said that because we couldn't. I was like, why did they bring him with like, what was the point of this just to kill him at the gate? And yeah. now that makes sense. If he said, maybe they do, maybe they want you to take a walk before they kill Yeah, him. they just know. don't want to carry you is my assumption. Like, I don't, <laughs> like why kill him if we can walk him up there and then kill him and throw him in the gate? Oh my God. That, okay. Yeah, that's, that makes sense. Right? Yeah. That's okay. why he was like, you're going to go with us. So basically they, that's where they take you. But that's why, okay. that's what happened when you ain't ran into no bad people though. He got too much hope. 
as soon as a motherfucker's talking about some and maybe that is a black thing but as soon as you talk about taking me not my stuff fuck you you're gonna have to kill me here like I'm, and that's what he said he said i can't let you take it yeah are you serious like i know how we got on the boat um, <laughs> so uh that's how this shit started right yeah. and uh i was thinking about carol because uh they cut back to that meeting again mm-hmm. i bet if carol had a facebook page it would be full of pie recipes and shit but their, her private messages would be like full of threats and shit to people like fuck you bitch you ain't like my status i'll fucking come to your house and kill you like oh i like the pies i'm sorry yeah that's what an instant message would be just full of that and uh, back to uh little red riding hood Mm -hmm. um the thing about him is like i was like fuck if they would have followed him they could have saved him yeah they could have but they was lucky to get out of there correct but morgan had just fucking killed the unconscious guys that's why you kill bad people that's why you kill bad people Uh, indirectly he killed that dude correct Um, because i think that if they would have followed him i don't think they would have ever went in that direction anyway mm -hmm. i think it it took them kind of out of that area you're right that's true so deanna started quoting father gabe to everybody like he said y'all was gonna be crazy and then the next day rick was being crazy and nobody reacts like nobody looks around like what the what he said that about us like everybody just sits there like yeah that sounds like gabe right yeah everyone reacted as if maggie had been talking about it Mm -hmm. but we know like we never saw her talking about it right yeah now i do believe the reason they react that way is because they know father gabe crazy now what i did like is that i realized at this point that's why maggie ain't say shit she looked disappointed gabe wasn't at the meeting there's no worse advocate for gabe than him it feels right. like when I watched it again, if it, this is true, it feels like she, it was almost testing Deanna. Right. She definitely was. I do think you know she I mean? wanted to see what she would do with that information. Um, right. because she, and I think also she knew that was her ace in the hole. But if you pay attention, when she says, when they're like, uh, cause someone called her out, Jesse says, Gabe ain't here. She's all he in one. She said shit. Yeah. She's like, you just, you could be making this shit up. And she's like, well, I was hoping he would be here. And my girl, uh, Maggie go, oh, and then, uh, Deanna goes, neither is Rick. Cause Jesse's like, did you tape him? I mean, you can at least show us the tape. And she's like, nah, I ain't tape him. And so, uh, Maggie goes, excuse me. And I thought, oh, she's going to get Rick. Cause that was right after Deanna said, neither mm-hmm. is Rick. She was going to get Gabe. Right. <laughs> Cause Gabe is the worst advocate for Gabe. Like, Gabe would have came in and talking about the devils and mm-hmm. all that. People would have been like, this motherfucker? Really? That's what we listening to? <laughs> no. No, we don't kick people out because of crazy McPants over here. No. But I really no. wish he would have came to the meeting, man. We missed some good TV. It would have been so much better if Gabe would have shown up talking about, and the devil is at the gates. And the angels, yeah. they, this is heaven. Yeah, that. They would have been like, man, right. this motherfucker. That dude was like, yeah, my nine o'clock, cancel that appointment. Right. But it- instead the whole time this is going on i'm like they're saying all this nice shit about rick and he gonna walk up looking like carrie at the prom yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> he killing zombies and shit uh gay <laughs> would have showed up at the meeting and been like monday <laughs> tuesday they were like no gay no not a to go so um uh so uh I mean, yeah i guess long story short rick found the zombies he's killing them all right <clears throat> Uh, and he used the zombie's head for a silencer. Great That deal. was, oh. So Is that gross. what he did? I yes. thought, oh my God, I'm retarded. I thought he put his hand in the zombie's throat mm-hmm. and went up and like squished his brain. That's what I thought he did. 
Ugh, that's way gross. Uh, I see why you thought that was gross. I didn't even see the gun. I didn't realize he stuck a gun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's why he did it. Because remember, they ain't supposed to have guns. Because I was like, oh, he going to shoot him. He going to get in trouble. Because everybody going to be in the meeting and be like, a gun? <laughs> Rick, we just talked about this. Get the fuck out. So when he shot him with the silencer gun, I was like, that saved your life. And it's so smart. I like my way better. Never mind. Oh, sorry, man. But here's what I want to know. Here's what I want to know. Is zombie juice get all in your face? Why don't make you turn to a zombie? It was all in his mouth. And, and what makes it worse is that his mouth was closed when it started. He opened his mouth after mm. it hit his face. I was like, mm. you're dumb. Ugh. Anyway. Aww. So he yeah, shot he that. It. Yeah, he was like, mm, zombie guts. So, um, How I miss Glenn you. is fighting Nick and he's like, Noah died because of you. By the way, he was saying this shit so hard. Like, he's, like I thought he was going to kill the dude. Because he finally right. had to drop on Nick. He had a gun to his face. He said, shut up. Shut up. Noah died because of you. And I try to tell you how it is, how it has to be. And you try to kill me? I was like, kill him. Kill him. I wanted Glenn to shoot Nick so bad. My dick was hard. <laughs> and, 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 and he was, and, and, and he couldn't do it man he was just like he got a good heart he's too good of a person man. like he's never killed a person that we've seen like you know like up close Mm -hmm. or whatever Mm -hmm. and i guess you know it does fit with his personality but god i wanted him to just kill him anyway like how much further can you be pushed man like if he's not gonna kill that dude he'll never kill anybody um so i was kind of mad that he didn't kill that motherfucker because i hate nick but i understood the character because that's just that it, it fit in line with okay. the character i'm not yeah it's not because he irra- struggled with it before it's irrational to me because i would kill that mother i would have killed him like that first time oh yeah he wouldn't he wouldn't have came back yeah i would shot him in the leg walk. like otis and been like all right man limp back yeah and i would let the zombies out but anyway so he didn't kill him what were you gonna say john I was just I I I liked it didn't kill him because <laughs> he's a good person. Well, yeah, because I feel like it's the smart move. Like because mm. I felt like it would have escalated things if he kills Nick in that moment. True. I feel like true. just the same way that Rick's plan to hold Deanna and Reg hostage and threaten to slit their throats that would have just escalated things. I felt like Glenn's killing Nick would have done the same thing, and they need to de-escalate. They need to. Mm bring the group together well let me ask you this john uh escalate like shoot me in my motherfucking shoulder or hello because uh it don't get more escalated than that dog you tried to kill me (laughs) well but deanna didn't do that that's what i'm saying like the group like you have to try and bring the group together and i feel like Mm. if you go off and you kill nick in the woods and then like how you gonna explain that John, you know he shot me. You know, like how do you how do you explain that? You're a better person than me, and that's all. That's how I explain it. You're a better person (laughs) than me because I would kill the fuck out of him several times. And you know (laughs) they're not going to make Nicholas. What I'm curious to see is what what do you do with Nicholas? Because it's one thing to be like I'm not going to kill you because I'm better than that, but you also don't take him back to the camp and not tell people. This Mm -hmm. motherfucker shot Glenn. Gonna lie for him. Glenn gonna lie for him. Why? See, and that's and and here's the thing. If then and if that's the case then they could either make it worth it like have nicholas reform like learn a lesson right or it's just gonna get worse and i don't feel like the show is gonna do that because they seem to always reward these types of decisions Here, because I, I think the show is saying that's the right thing to do here's what i would like to see he forgives nick nick tries to reform nick gets somebody killed because he's still a coward fuck that shit nope <laughs> people don't change sorry um <laughs> 
You got he gave I, him a I, second I, chance. I can see that happening. Yeah, and he put his, you put your fingers in my bullet wound, bitch. You die. <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? It's not even a no fucking was, decision. What I would like to see happen is he brings him back and he tells them that Nick shot him, and then Deanna's like, Rick do it and then they, coo- they kill nick right in front of glenn mm. and glenn's like what the fuck i just didn't kill him <laughs> yeah that would be awesome too yes <laughs> that would be awesome if they would have ended it with rick do it again <laughs> shoot nick fuck nick man i have no sense he let noah die man come on man no god damn glenn you're too good of a person you should be the priest um so better Tor- person that dude uh Torben or Tober? What, what, what? Tobin. Tobin. Yeah, Tobin's talking at the meeting. And I'm glad they cut him off because you know how those people that talk at the meetings and you be ready to go, but they always got something extra to say. It's right. like, damn, man, it's almost five. He's like, look, he your like, chicken going to get cold by the time you finish. Like, he just felt he had to say something. He's like, I just want to keep my family safe. I don't even know what that means anymore. But if it means that we got to get rid of folks, I was like, shut up. And thank God Pete showed up. Just, I mean, Rick showed up just at that time and he was like, you were saying, bitch, here's some zombies that could eat your family while y'all having a motherfucking powwow. I'm out here killing zombies like, you know, constables do. And, uh, y'all can talk about it because he did tell them last week. Y'all like to have meetings and talk and waste time. And I have work to do. Yeah, y'all, that day the people that's your job where you have a meeting about the meeting about the meeting about the meeting oh, that you had God four weeks right. ago. You're like, fuck, nothing's getting accomplished. Why are we fucking meeting? Send emails. And I was rooting for Rick at this point because I hate meetings too. Like, I couldn't help mm-hmm. it. Like, I, I think he need to work on his I'm not crazy entrance. <laughs> he can't help it. You know, no, like, after he talked to Michonne, I was like, I'm okay with him right now. You know what I mean? And it continued mm-hmm. through this. So, uh, meanwhile, Sasha's got the gun on Gabe and he's like, do it kill me and i was like yes do it like, right i have no complaints yeah he told you right. he couldn't save you anyway uh and sasha had the gun to him and unlike glenn i'm convinced she was gonna kill him yeah like, I, like glenn i was kind of never convinced he would pull the trigger but, sasha i was like yeah. she's gonna kill gabe and make shit 10 times worse right because she's she's through and then maggie comes in because she was looking for gabe and she's like immediately assesses the situation and is like, Sasha, don't do it. And so she does it. And he goes, you should have let her. They died. They all died because of me. Yes, bitch, they did. That's what Maggie said. She said they did. <laughs> like, like she, I thought she was going to be like, no, those people. She's like, you, no, you killed them people. Yeah, right. You did that. You, you did a bad that. person. <laughs> right. But you're trying to judge us. Yeah. And uh, so he started crying and shit again. Then she helped him up. Um. Rick, they come back to the meeting and Rick goes, there wasn't a guard on the gate. It was open. And the buddy goes, I asked Gabriel to close it. And I was like, just go straight to HR, bro. <laughs> like, go pack you, up. you get no pay this week. Turn your gun in, pack up your desk. Yeah. You're done here. We're sending you around the corner with no pay. Gabe, crazy eyes, Gabe. That's who's supposed to do it. And that really cut Gabe's credibility of testimony, third person testimony, I guess. Because right, right. everybody was like, oh, the crazy? Ooh. He might the be crazy, crazy. The crazy priest. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. He's letting zombies in here? Yeah. Who doesn't know how to go close the gate? It's a simple mechanism. Um, so uh, he goes, Rick continues his speech. I didn't bring it in. It got in on its own. They always will. The dead and the living. Because we're in here. And the ones out there, they'll hunt us. They'll find us. They'll try to use us. I mean, but in the Rick voice, you know. They'll hunt us. They'll try, You know, that shit. Carl. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, Tara wakes up. She alive. Uh, she didn't say a word. Rosita was there, but we don't. So she could still have brain trauma and shit. I don't know. <laughs> She's not gonna know who she is. <laughs> right. The zombie yeah. apocalypse. She just wakes up. I'm straight. Or, you know, <laughs> Potato Tuesday. Ramones. Like, what's wrong with her? Um, uh, Meanwhile, the wolves slash dudes throw. Then they got pictures of Alexandria. They play some some music. I did want to know what that song was, and but they played some music and got the zombies back in their pen and set it up. And uh, they clearly have pictures of Alexandria now because apparently uh, one of the bags is left behind. I'm assuming Aaron's, Aaron's right. because Aaron always keeps pictures of people. I guess he decided to put people in there now, right? Because normally he don't do people. That's yeah. what he told them. So now everybody can know they freaking call it there and they can get killed. Yay! Good job, Aaron. <laughs> um so uh you know i'm assuming that they were looking at that like yes um Mm -hmm. then uh back to rick's speech he says but we will kill them we'll survive i'll show you how i was thinking he says you know (laughs) he sounded like a preacher too like you know (laughs) you know i was thinking how many of y'all i have to kill to save your lives and i just was like that's so crazy that you thought you could say that. And Carol's face was like, okay, you might have gone a little too far. Yeah. <laughs> like, we ixnay on the ill, okay? <laughs> so, um, he says, but I'm not going to do that. And Tobin's butt unclenched. Um, <laughs> but it was just the way he said it was so like, I was going to kill y'all, but you, I was tripping. I don't even know. I was wrong. Y'all straight. Anyway, he says, you're going to change. I'm not sorry for what I said. I'm sorry for not saying it sooner. You're not ready. He's looking directly at Dina and Reg. Deanna and Reg. He said, but you have to be. Right now, you have to be. Luck runs out. And you know what? He's right. He was right when you said it the first time. But this time, when he's not pointing a gun at everybody, and he's not in the um, middle of the road, he didn't just freshly beat up a dude. You know what I'm saying? Breaking didn't just windows. didn't just come through a window. Kids aren't walking around. It's it seemed much more rational. It felt like a coach giving yeah. a halftime speech. Right. And I was okay I liked, with that. I liked that they we got a shot of Carl and Judith because Carl told him you got to you got to tell them so mm-hmm. they can hear you. And I liked that we can finally say that Carl was right about something. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Carl normally do be wrong, but he was right. Actually, Carl was right in that church too. Uh, yeah, he's, he's been right for like yeah. I want to say since he almost got raped by those claim boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's pretty good now. After Michonne <laughs> talked to him, because Michonne was mm-hmm. like, "Sometimes you gotta kill a boy, or you gotta kill a motherfucker." Mm-hmm. Ever since that pudding. Yep. <laughs> yep. Ever since the pudding, he been straight, man. We thought his daddy was gonna die. Um, Pete shows up late. I don't see Pete time, <laughs> and he's like, "You're not one of us." You're not one of us. And they did have a white act off. And, uh, <laughs> yes, they did. And, and he walked up to Reg. Reg like, hold on. Let's just professor this out. Cavemen and cowboys and anthropology <laughs> and bees. And um, apparently he didn't know to protect his neck. Don't listen to enough Wu-Tang. And he caught that sword to the motherfucking right. neck, dog. He ain't, he ain't been listening about uh, the no swords rule. And my mentions lit up. Because I called that shit, man. I don't know how I called that shit, but I wanted him to die because his name was Reg, and they gave it to me, and I was okay with everything that happened in this episode at that moment. I was like, oh, I'm fine. 
I'm so glad that professorial motherfucker is dead. Can't talk your way out of the zombie apocalypse. Do some work. I, I build the plans for the wall. Did the motherfucker kill some zombies? Damn. One of our writers, I think it was Sarah, she was like, the guy who played Reg did some real good hand acting when he was dying. He did. Like that one hand up in his throat was uh, shaking. Uh, and then she was like, no, no, Reg. I was like, what a stupid name to have called out as you die. Not even Reginald or Reggie. Uh, so I'm glad, I'm glad that Maggie wasn't there to see it. Because yeah. then that would be like another father figure losing his head. True. Like in front of her. <laughs> yeah. Maggie, Maggie was somewhere praying. Um, so Pete was on the ground talking about, this is him. This is him. More powerful white acting as Abe was holding him down. And uh, Rick had a look on his face. And it's the same look I had on my face. Well, he turned to Deanna and it was like, so we doing exile or <laughs> think that think that'll work with Pete? Right. We can just kick him outside it's, the walls. It's personal now, right? Right? Yeah, now that it's your husband, you uh what you what you think we should do? And she was like, Do it, Rick. Right. And he shot the shit out that motherfucker. And then they show uh Abe and them praying and um I was kind of upset because, like, I didn't realize this until this moment, but Sasha is a Tyler Perry character. <laughs> it makes sense. She's an angry black woman that don't got no man. And she had a dark-skinned brother, but then she got a light-skinned, God-fearing man to save her. And I was pissed. I was like, "What? Say, they tricked me." No, I no, I'm not. I'm not buying that. Tyler Perry ain't got shit to do with this show. Proof is in the motherfucking Dude. facts, Karen. That's what happened. Tell me that's not what a light skinned God fearing man came into her life and brought her peace. That's what happened, Karen. This is this is true. I, he was so light skinned. He was crying in the street ten minutes earlier, Karen. <laughs> it, that, you can't ignore this fact. That is a Sasha. Is a Tyler Perry character. I was so pissed. They yep. fooled me. Mm-mm. Got me rooting for this bullshit. Last scene mm-hmm. was. I'm chilling, gripping all that. Nope. Last scene was Sean put the sword on her back in her sheath and uh, instead of putting it up on the wall. And I was like, my baby back. Um, yes. So, uh, I, oh, now I, I won't lie. After the episode, ahead. if they would hook up Rick and Michonne, I, I'm willing to hear it out. Go, go ahead, Nina. Mm. Oh, no. I was going to say, we missed the part where after he shot Pete. Morgan was like, what the fuck, dude? I oh, just got here. Yes. Morgan, Morgan came in. He had chips, some salsa, a couple of sodas. He's like, Rick, oh. Then he backed out like the Kool-Aid man on Family Guy. Yes. He's like, oh, oh no. <laughs> These Dar- white people like, are crazy. Daryl was like, I can't leave you guys alone for three fucking days. Three right. fucking days. Right. Daryl was like, oh, they fucking up in front of company. Do you think Abraham moved his hand before Rick shot me? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I hope he did. Probably. That's probably. You know. That's one reason I don't party with white people, man. Like the shit goes left real. Like black people got a bad rep about partying and violence, but white people do some crazy shit, man. You end up falling asleep. You got dick drawn on your head. You don't know what happened? Yeah, man. banana up your ass, and you be yeah. like, "What happened here?" No, yeah. thank you. So I was, I was actually kind of upset. Like I was like, like I felt like. I kind of felt like uh, Morgan felt, where it was like, ooh, I'm just going to pick my bow staff up and keep going. He was what? like, well, no, 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 that's not my Rick Grimes. It's another yeah. Rick Grimes. <laughs> yeah, he was well, like, they, oh. They cut, it, they cut it right before the line where Aaron was like, 
well, that's the doctor I was telling you about. Yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, I know you said you had bursitis. Uh, oops, won't be working on that. So, uh, and then they spray painted the wolves are coming on a car to end. And that felt like so much pandering to fans. Right. Where it was just like so obvious that they would only be like, you know, unless you're saying that whoever set out the trap would somehow return to the trap to see the spray paint. Like, I don't, it has no relevance. Other than yeah. to show it a cool shot for fans, like the yeah. wolves will be in the next season. Right. Yeah. Well, maybe it was because it was the same car that had the note in it. So yeah. maybe it was supposed to be a warning that so the same person car. who wrote it was a different car. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's well, not the same also, car. we know the wolves have spray painted shit before yeah. when they yeah. raced, when they wrote, they put the wolves are coming on uh, Noah's town. Yeah. So, oh. I mean, I think they do that shit at like, I think these motherfuckers like crazy. Tag? Yeah. You know what? I'm not. I don't know about you, but I feel like they're not that threatening yet. Yeah, I'm like, not scared seen, of them. Yeah, I'm not scared yet. Yeah, it better be like Karen is speculating that there's more of them. It better be because it if it's just be. them two little motherfuckers, man, we're gonna fucking <laughs> right. kill them. You we might not get. Bullets. We might not get out of episode one. Are they gonna get killed in the cold open of the right. season six premiere? <laughs> yeah, like Sasha might really be like, pow, pow. Now I'm gonna read my Bible again. Oh. Oh, those are the wolves. Ain't that crazy? <laughs> just walking dead starts. Um, all right, man. That's the season. But well, she's the shepherd. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she has been saved now. Right. So she's good. And her thing is that she shot real wolves and ate them. You ain't nothing, bitch. Yeah. I, I guess, uh, we can say, uh, all right, cause we normally say, what are you looking forward to next episode? I guess we'll say what you look forward to, to next, next season. season. Mm-hmm. Karen? I am looking forward to, uh, the girl that a car was with because she was we didn't see her at all mm-hmm. so i think that this is my prediction i think that she's connected with that group mm-hmm. that i'm predicting this is out there um it's going to be interesting to see how morgan responds to rick um it's going to be interesting to see how the people responds to pete's death mm-hmm. you know are they going to view deanna differently are they going to you know how are they going to because this this is like going to be brand new to them are they going to say yay are they going to be like fucking them out yeah you know is this going to be a peaceful transition yeah um um also even though rick told her that is her and rick going to struggle for power over the group okay you know her husband's gone now so that that makes a difference um and it's going to be interesting to see what happens when uh Glenn and uh old homeboy, old punk boy get back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because like Glenn said, and Nick, yeah. Right. They've been outside of the group too, so when they get back, how is uh Glenn gonna respond yeah. to Rick mm-hmm. shoot killing that dude? Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm just looking forward to all of that. What about you, Nina? What you looking forward to next season? Um, I want I wanna know more about the wolves. Mm-hmm. Um, I predict Spencer, Deanna's other son, is gonna be um Sasha's new buddy baby. Mm, he was mm-hmm. trying to holler and now she's think, saved i think so um and um i lost it there was one other thing oh um rashon yeah yeah that I'm, needs to happen I, i'm just gonna i'm never gonna let go of that i understand but we're gonna end up with Ressy for a while i know we're gonna have to we're gonna have to suffer through Ressy, hoping that one of them dies <laughs> uh, uh what about you uh by the way i it's not that i it's not that i no, I, it is. I've given up on Rick Sean because I just don't see. It ain't gonna happen. They don't care. 
out there. They keep fucking with us, man. She be looking at him in his eyes and shit, and then he be like, yeah, but I'm thinking about Jesse. Like, fuck you then, man. She still with you through thick and thin. You know how many fucking zombies she saved your ass from? When you was sick, she fucking took your kid out and became friends with him, and then you just gone. Oh, a white woman. I'm out. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Sorry, John. What are you looking forward to, man? My bad. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to Rashawn. No. <laughs> but, uh, no, I do feel like this group now has, has been brought together through, you know, Reg's death and all that. So I think that they're, they will be together and there's going to be something like the wolves. And I don't think it, I don't think they'll go to that well again, even though the show does go to the same well multiple mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. But in this season, they, they got rid of Terminus very quickly. Yeah. So I don't feel like they'll do the same thing with the wolves. Oh, and yeah. so I feel like the wolves will be a, an actual threat. And I feel like that's going to be the outside problem. And the inside problem is probably going to be like – because you know Morgan does not agree with what Rick did. Right. And I feel like Glenn won't agree with what Rick did. I so I feel like Morgan and Glenn will be on their side. And, and on one side, and then Rick and Deanna will actually be teamed up on their other side. Oh, can I say one more thing? Sure, mm-hmm. of course. Because you brought that up about Morgan. So we have a big debate. Just so everybody knows, the group that we talked about earlier on Facebook is called Podcast Fandom Crew. And that's where we talk about TV all day long. And we've had a big debate for like months now about the way people view the character of Tyrese. They call him a little big. They said he was a little bitch, particularly people of color. Like they mm. feel like he wasn't represented very well on the show as a black man but i find it funny because at the same time they were doing that everyone was like oh but i can't wait for morgan to get here and now morgan's here and he's basically like tyrese yeah like he didn't kill those two guys and they ended up slitting red poncho guy's throat Mm -hmm. tyrese didn't kill white glenn and lied about it and he ended up you know knocking bob over the head and they ate bob's leg like I feel like so far, and he had the whole all life is precious, and he was looking at Rick like, what the fuck? You just shot this guy in the head. I feel like his philosophy is probably going to be really close to Tyrese's, and I'm curious to see if he gets the same kind of negative backlash, if that's the case. Yeah, uh, I agree. I think you're right. I don't even know what to add to that. I, I also didn't find Tyrese to be crazy or illogical other than when he lied about that dude. Other than that, I felt that his point of view was one that the show needs and very rational to a certain extent. Like when he had a other plan, uh, alternate plan, when Rick was like, let's just go kill these people and take Beth in the hospital. He was like, no, like we could also negotiate with them or something. Like we don't have to kill people. And I think people are so bloodthirsty watching this show. They just don't like any alternative other than like killing everybody. And it's like, some people do need to die like Nick, but some people need to like, some people you can work with. You know what I mean? So, uh, we did, uh, and for me, uh, what am I looking forward to? Um, oh, Rick and Jesse. Cause that's gotta play out. That's gotta play <laughs> out. I don't think it's gonna end happily, but right. that needs to play out. More Carol. Um, I love me some, uh, undercover Carol. Uh, she had many bars. Uh, whatever the fuck's going on with Gabe, his transformation. I'd like to see that. Uh, if he gets back to being sane. Um, <laughs> Or what, uh, I really hope they don't do, uh, Gabriel and, um, Sasha. But I'm, oh, they like, better not. It really had this feeling where it's like, one, that scene where it was Blackton was so good together. I could definitely see them doing some shit like that where she, they just have a scene where they wake up 
in bed and she's leaving and then he starts crying because he betrayed the lord or some shit Ugh. i hope not anyway uh those are things i'm looking forward to man uh so uh and, and you know let's let's enter turmoil with alexandria i want them to have like some outside enemies now so yeah. maybe the wolves somebody all right we got two emails andrew puts dear the black guy with tips crew uh it's called day walker finale letter nigga <laughs> sincerely andrew cam p.s oh, that, that might p.s that might not be enough to warrant sending an email so i'll expand but i'm sure you'll agree that line sums up the finale i love this episode so much i blocked somebody on the daywalker hashtag who said it was boring damn <laughs> <laughs> that, he said that's a little extreme but i was legit mad that gabriel didn't die this episode and she got caught in the crossfire um <laughs> damn <laughs> Hey man, people get real personal about it if you don't like the episode and they do it, vice versa. It, he might, it might have been me he blocked. <laughs> I hope not, man. Like, yeah, I, y'all know, you know, I see, like, you know, I have friends. They all watch the show. We're not going to agree. I mm-hmm. listen to podcasts. We're not always going to agree. You got to get used to it, man. Like, right. as long as they're not saying anything disrespectful to you, they're entitled to their opinion. Just, Correct. you know, if if it's that bothersome, just don't fuck with their shit. I wouldn't pedally block them, but anyway. <laughs> Uh, could you imagine well, this episode would have been terrible hey nick i heard the po- hey hey i heard the podcast y'all click anyway so let's talk about the walking dead <laughs> some bullshit man it's okay to disagree yes it is rick's line of how many of you do i have to kill to save your lives got me glad i spent a hundred dollars to turn my cable back on <laughs> yeah that was good it was funny it was unintentionally funny to me uh you don't talk to people like that uh it also got me to thinking how much would you as an alexandrian who was has been safe the whole time have to see before you say you know what he's right y'all oh well he came in with them zombies and threw them on the ground that was it mm-hmm. yeah and he was like oh shit got real <laughs> they can get in <laughs> oh everybody was holding their pearls right you let gay close the gate <laughs> shit i need a gun uh by the way they love to recap this season look forward to them throwing soon peace yeah two weeks we'll be back baby yeah and the last email is very short from jay she says at the end when that wolf guy turned the music back on and all the zombies started walking back to their trailers, I thought, look at all them headed to the zombie club. <laughs> <laughs> Possible white man, Jay. Thank you so much. Um, Nina, John, it was so much fun. Yes. I know this was long. Yeah. The episode was long, so it got a little long. I'm sorry. Of course, of course. But uh, go enjoy Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or whatever it is y'all watching tonight, man. And uh, we'll talk to y'all. Flash. Flash, okay. <laughs> yeah, my bad. Oh, shit. Flash was already at 8. I hope y'all didn't miss the Flash. Y'all catch it on DVR. But I got it, yeah. It, means, it meant a lot to us that you that y'all came yes, on, man. Thank Justin you so much. Right. And, and just one last thing, you mm-hmm. guys. Thank you so much because... We asked in our group a couple of weeks ago, like how they found us. And it was this long conversation and the majority of the people found us through you guys. So Aww. thank you again. That's awesome, yes. man. Love introducing people yep. to great podcasts, yes. man. Y'all thank you. Continue to support them guys yeah. and show them love and a wonderful group of people. And try to thank discourage John. If you're in the, if you're in the, the group, discourage him from doing any more medleys. Okay, guys, we don't need that shit in the, <laughs> in the world. It ain't going to work. You know? It's not going to work. You have a hundred more episodes to I know, try to convince them. I know yeah, you guys right. have the kind of podcast to make a man love a show. <laughs> a man love a show. A man love a show. But, you know, yeah. it's just getting a little too much, John. All right, man. We'll talk to y'all later. All right. Bye. Peace. Peace. All right, man. Oh, I love them. I'm going to miss her so much. Because I've been searching for someone. But never oh, looked before Lord. my eyes. There you were to my surprise. 
Oh, Lord. Anyway. You know what I'm ready for? What? Ball alert. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I say we get straight to ball alert. Me no, too. Uh, there's no need to fuck with black people. Mm-mm. And or, no need for no articles. Mm-mm. Yeah, we've been doing the show for a long time. Yes, sir. So let's just get straight into this. Uh, five star chick. Gotti here go 12 bar, Gucci got like nine cars. We don't have them dials no more, oh now we call them five star, five star nigga, that's a five star click. It's a 645, this that new MC. Pay a bill, get a hell, fix my even pay a rent. And the way she give it to me, best money I ever spent. I, I can't even lie, I, I'm so super high. Do not need her, will not keep her unless she is fly. Gucci man, a thug B, young man is a scrub B. Love me not, she love you not, and all my bitches love me. You in Atlanta, look at Gucci girl that beat me. And you can find a five star hoe that you can meet me. Five star bitch. That's a five star bitch. That's a five star. That's a five star. If your credits go high, feet and nails stay fly. Keep your juice box wet and your head something fine. You a five star. You a five star. And you a five star. All right. Here are your choices. All right. Um, Tanks groupie sex tale. That's number one. Uh, I don't think we read this one before. Groupie Tales, A Night with Young Jeezy is number two. Mm-mm. Young Bird Groupie Tales is number three. Number four is, are you knowingly dating a deadbeat, the deadbeat enabler by Nova Giovanni? <laughs> and lastly, the inferior man complex, why I can never date a man who makes less. Mm. Uh, let's see, that's one through four. So you guys. Oh, one uh, through four? I mean, one through five. five? Okay. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. You guys so go chat ahead. Room, you and, uh, decide which one y'all want us to cover. Yeah, you guys go ahead and do that. I'll play some Jeopardy thinking music for everyone. got a tie a tie which which numbers between two and four so y'all pick between two well and you know what let's do them both oh we're doing both we're gonna do two info y'all all right so we'll start with the new now by the way this newest groupie tales maybe this will change everything doesn't have any comments yet because it's brand new okay well, so do- should i should i do that should i just go four then yeah one with comments yes all right all right so wait wait what was oh. two I take it back. No, it was Young Jeezy. Yeah, we're doing both then. Okay, we're doing both. Yes, we're right, doing both. We're doing both. So, Young Jeezy has a groupie tale. We'll start with his. Groupie tales. A night with Young Jeezy. Um, let me put his picture in the chat room so you guys oh, can these see. These pics are everything. What they got with Young Jeezy. Looks like he's already posing with a groupie. So, good for him. Yes. Um, all right. <clears throat> Disclaimer. Baller alert groupie tales are submitted by our readers. We cannot confirm with 100% accuracy of any story posted. 
do you have any juicy stories you'd like to share send them over to 118 at ballalert.com you can remain anonymous well we have yet another jeezy groupie tale this one seems a bit different from the other one read the last one here in the past jeezy was labeled as slightly underwhelming maybe he's been working on his stroke read on and let me know what you think so my escapade happened last year i remember it being a hot summer night it was also my best friend's birthday weekend on our way to the nail shop, we heard about the Trapper's Ballet, Ballet Level 2, B-A-L-A-T, B-A-L-L-A-T, Ballet, uh, on the radio. Trapper's Ballet, maybe? Okay, anyway, Level 2 on the radio. My girl asked me if I wanted to go. I told her that it was her birthday weekend and I was down for whatever she wanted to do. Now, we all know the matching thing is it's so middle school, but we decided to wear all white. Jeezy and Gotti were always hollering all white everything. So we figured it would be perfect for the event. Smart. I like that they listened to the songs and they was like, all right, we got it. Now, Jeezy's probably rapping about cocaine, but you never know. On the off chance, he could put a new lyric in his song. Off chance. You know, my bitch is all white, my coke all white, Jesus snowman, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Once we entered the club, I remember the heavy aroma of cush in the air. My immediate, my immediate Marijuana? thought. Yes. Okay. My immediate thought was, damn, I should have brought my own shit. <laughs> own drugs. We made our way to the VIP and we caught a lot of bitches hating. The groupies were in full effect. Half of them were decent, but the other half were twerking with their dresses and skirts pulled up, had their bare ass hanging out, and or had on a dress and heels without their damn hair done. No competition whatsoever. Plenty of niggas tried to holler before we made the VIP, but we came for the big fish, not the shrimps. Once Jeezy and Gotti hit the stage, the whole club got live. Everybody was super hype and rapping along to every song they performed. After they wrapped up their set, their set, they both came to VIP to relax and pop a couple bottles. Every bitch in the room was eyeballing the two rap stars, but me and my girl continued to dance and rap the songs being played. I paid them no attention whatsoever. I wasn't surprised when a guy from Jeezy's entourage approached me. Another Hollow Man. Mm-hmm. I need to get in the Hollow Man category for these rappers right because the ones that he don't want you probably can get and they probably just as fine now i don't even want to fuck him i just want to be the that's got to be an easy job yeah just pay me like you know thirty dollars an hour i'll do it he flat out asked me for my name and number he didn't even introduce himself because he know he don't matter i instantly shot him down and continued to dance to the music about 45 minutes later a well-dressed guy approached me and asked me if i had anything planned for the rest of the night i told him it depends my night doesn't end until i end it he told me Jeezy was feeling me and wanted to kick it with me. My girl was complaining about her feet and was ready to go. I told him I was about to leave in the next 20 minutes. He told me to meet him out by the front by the entrance. I told him I would be waiting in a black Yukon, but I wasn't going to wait all night. Truth is, I would have, but I knew he wanted to fuck me, so I knew he would be coming out the club shortly. I gave my girl my flip-flops, and we walked to the truck. You got the flip-flops? Yo, y'all bring, remember what they said you got to have your uh, whole bag? Yeah. I got some flip-flops in there. Be ready. Socks, yeah. I made sure my makeup was straight, and we waited on for Jeezy to come out. About 10 minutes later, I saw Jeezy making his way towards a white van. He was shorter in person, but still built. He wasn't skinny. He wasn't fat or skinny. His entourage hopped uh, in a separate van parked behind his. His bodyguard knocked on my girl's window and asked if I was ready. <laughs> Is she ready? I nodded my head and told my girl to text me when she made it home. 
she told me to wrap it up bitch i laughed and followed the bodyguard to the van i could feel his entourage's eyes burning a hole through my ass and i'm pretty sure his nigga was pissed since i blew him off because i wanted jeezy i hopped in the van and nerves started to come into effect once the driver pulled up to the holiday inn we hopped out and followed his bodyguard up to the room by the time by that time i was no longer nervous i knew what i was here for and i was ready to put my sex game down Mm. as he puffed on a blunt this is so long i might only be able to read this one as he puffed on a blunt so many details right i started playing with his dick through his levi's ah straight to the point where levi's i felt him getting hard so i got up and slid my dress down oh shit i laid on my stomach and pulled his dick out he was blessed with nine inches i looked up at him while i french kissed the head of his dick i looked i took all of his manhood into my mouth manhood ha <laughs> and sucked it like i was a porn star uh she's using like words from like a straight up the graphic sex novels apparently so he was throbbing in my never regions oh, Lord. <laughs> how deep is her throat periodically i would flick my tongue back and forth over the head of his dick it drove him crazy he started to moan slightly clenching his ass cheeks together <laughs> Ah, ah. manhood and ass cheeks are the same get the lemon booty god damn girl suck that dick he groaned i kept sucking and i started to suck only the head this also took him into ecstasy (laughs) in the exit he stood up and started to undress i didn't move i lay flat on my stomach which made my ass look super plump he smacked me on my ass as he put on his condom he got behind me and pulled me up on my hips. He slid my panties to the side and slid his middle finger into my pussy. I moaned softly and enjoyed the feeling. He pulled my panties down and entered my pussy from the back. He started off slow because I was tight. I hadn't had any dick for a whole month, so I was hoping he fucked me right. He sped up and started punishing my pussy. I was already coming during the first five minutes. He continued to pump in and out of my pussy, never missing a beat. He smacked me on my ass and gripped my ass cheeks. He pulled his dick out and smacked it on my asshole. He Damn, Zane. Sl- he slid it back into my pussy and started fucking me hard. I was coming again. He asked me whose pussy was it, and I yelled out it was his. My soft moans grew louder. He even had me squilling. He asked me if I wanted to ride his dick. Without answering, I slid forward and told him to lay down. I straddled him and started bucking and grinding him real fast and hard. He liked to watch the faces I made and hold my waist as I rode him. I knew I was riding his shit good when he placed his hands behind my head. I was coming back to back. I was in complete bliss. He pulled me forward and licked and sucked on my titties. I whispered his name in, uh, in his ear and told him I loved his dick. I sat back up and started grinding him. When I opened my eyes, he was watching me. I grabbed my titties and licked one of my nipples. That drove him crazy. <laughs> he flipped me she over. She them big old bitties. That's the only way you could do that. He flipped me over and pounded my pussy from the front. He leaned down and sucked my nipples. I was coming again. He gripped my hips and felt, I felt him busting his nut. He hopped and pulled his condom off of his semi-erect dick. He threw it in the toilet and flushed it. Damn, it sounded like he did that on one move. He watched me as, did. he watched me as I laid passed out on the bed. After wiping his dick off, he fired up a blunt. I got up to fix me a drink and a hot towel. I wiped my pussy juices off my I wiped my juices off my pussy and sat in the bed next to him. You got some real good pussy, little mama. You know that? 
I laughed, told him he had some real good dick. He passed me the blunt. I took two puffs and passed it back. He spent the rest of the night talking about off the wall shit. We fought, we fucked one more time and we both passed out. He must have trusted me because he didn't kick me out of his room. I had to admit this nigga dick game was on point. I really enjoyed myself. That morning I was awakened by my cell phone vibrating on a nightstand. It was my best friend. We continued to smoke and yeah, she never checked to see if she got home safe. No, it don't even matter. We continued to smoke and talk until my girl pulled up. I hugged him on my way out and he threw me seven hundred dollars before I left. Ooh. Does that make it better or worse? I don't know. So many of these women do say, if you ain't getting no money, you giving up the ass. So maybe they'll say, maybe they'll relax in the comments. Shit, that's part of her rent for the month. Mm -hmm. Uh, He told me to get my hair done since he had fucked it up. I laughed and left him my number. I really didn't want his money. I was just happy that I spent the night with young Jeezy. I haven't heard from him since that day, but he really, he really is a good person. A good person? He's a real nigga. Very genuine. I still wish I could relive that night. And then it's the eleven eight editorialized. This is like night and day from the last one. Who do you believe? Do you have a Jeezy tell of your own? How come none of these ever have a paragraph like, and then I called my father and said I was doing great in college. No. Mm-mm. And I couldn't wait to get back to work at the law firm. Fathers. Uh, 11-8 <laughs> says, Old Spice, yeah, I was taken aback by the Holiday Inn thing too. Jeezy gets paid too much for the Adam at the Holiday Inn. Miss Know-It-All says, I know like five chicks that screwed him and they all said it was terrible. Not sure about this one, but maybe he's been practicing. Yeah. Empower Woman, a.k.a. Spicy says, I've got my doubts, but it was a good read. Ha ha ha. LOL at maybe he's been working on his stroke. Holiday Inn. Okay. LOL. Side note, sucking nasty dick right out of his jeans is not the biz. She also goes on to say, you got some real good pussy, little mama. You know that? Who says that these days? I can't with y'all today. Ha. <laughs> Shelly says, I don't believe this one. Miss Midwest says, how many times did this damn chick come? Laugh my ass off in the Holiday Inn? Oh, um, okay. Allie and Wonder Man. What they got against the Holiday Inn? I, I don't know. Guess I, it's not high scale? I mean, it's, I don't know. I, I don't, I guess. I guess since it wasn't, ex- since it wasn't Express. <laughs> Ali in Wonderland says, why this sound like it was taken out of one of Zane's books? His manhood? I guess. Y'all just smoking fuck, huh? I don't believe it. However, the Holiday Inn is kind of believable because in Charlotte, most of them stay in the Holiday Inn uptown because it's actually really, really nice. Yeah, maybe we just, maybe we haven't been to the bad ones because we here. Right. Kirby Key says, the other Jeezy groupie tale was hilarious. I'll never get the part where she said, when she reached down in his pants, it felt like touching a little Asian boy, laughing my ass off, shaking my head. Even though this was a good groupie tale to read, I don't believe it either. He, Tony Baby says he can still get it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care what y'all bitches talking about. Right. Give me that little Asian boy penis. $700? Seven hundred dollars. She's like, yes, I'm in. Love is a losing game. Says, LOL. No, not the Holiday Inn. I think Jeezy looks too so feminine. His li- lips look all soft and skin look all smooth. Baby, like laughing my ass off and his uh, on his old ass. Ugh. I think like Weeby. I would second guess this one. Um, and then we got more comments. Two more. Maxwell's Muse says. The motherfucking holiday damn in? Girl, get you some business. This is a fable, especially if five others had a bad, a BDR. I don't know what that means. Bad, I don't know. Just gets experience. Yeah. Denise says, 
who she is practicing for writing her urban erotica books lol because this shit is not true damn mm. they were upset with her yes they were now i gotta go save the original group of tales so we can get to that one one day all right but uh yeah let's get back to uh that's the group of tale ball alert for the day yeah, um, that was a longer than we thought y'all yeah so we probably won't do two we'll we'll get back to y'all on that that joint at some point um why is it not showing uh there we go so let's wrap it up Yo, Gotti, I do grade A shit I'm the realest nigga walking And this the remix And it's still out here looking for a five-star chick When I catch her, I'ma bless her with a five-star kick She a natural-born hustler She ain't chasing no sucker On a missing real nigga She ain't never fucking buckle So your cars and your jury That I really don't excite her Them assholes in the club wanna fight her She was born in the eight with the school in D.C. Got a job, Dallas, Texas, if you move to Tennessee. If you ain't a five-star, need to go ahead and face it. Fake Gucci, fake Louis, shorter, that'll make you face it. It ain't a five-star, it ain't a five-star, it ain't a five-star. I'm a five-star bitch, cause I ain't that other bitch. She be struggling for hers from the womb, I've been rich. I ain't gotta talk about the money in the shoot game. All you gotta do is Google Trino, see the proof, man. Hoes doing smooth in recession. They call get declined. Now they suffering the depression. Them spending meals, signing all kinds of deals. I'm a five star bitch eating five star meals. Woo! Yeah, I love me some Trina. Hot fire. All right. Yes, it is. Um, and we gotta do guess the race. All right, let's do this. Now that is time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. Now that is time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. That's right, it's time for guess the race. The number one game show going across all the podcast land. We read and play news article from all over the globe, and we ask our contestants to guess. Huh? Race in the chat rooms are the contestants today, and they are racist. Yes, uh-huh. they are very. Maybe Nina's smart to get out of here on time. Um, because she don't got to deal with this racism. Nobody got to know how racist she is. <laughs> um, all right, let's see here. Um, how about this one? Two Louisiana English teachers are accused of having sex with a student. 16. Mm. The freed on bail is more salacious details emerge about their videotaped threesome. Oh shit, they videotaped it? Mm-hmm. Two Louisiana English teachers accused of having group sex with a 16-year-old student were released on bail Thursday. Shelly Dufresne, and, who's 32, and Rachel Respice, who are 20, who's 24, each posted $7,000 bond. Uh, Kenner Police Chief Michael Glasser said Wednesday, Respice invited Shelly and the 16-year-old to her home for a group tryst after the Destrehan Helen Cox High School football game, September 12th. But according to the teacher's booking records, Thursday, the post-game sexual encounter with the student was not the friends' first. The document, cited by NOLA.com, stated that the married teacher of three had met the boy for sex more than once 
before the september 12th incident the friends uh allegedly enticed and transported the 16 year old to to Respice's apartment in kenner and invited the 24 year old to join in damn <clears throat> the teenager told police that when they got to the teacher's home all three got naked and proceeded to have sex with Respice. Meanwhile, the friends began intimately kissing Respice in an attempt to arouse all parties involved. Uh, de- detectives are now looking into rumors that the trio made a sex tape during their encounter. Former students also told police the trio have been involved in a sexual relationship for some time now. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you've been talking the whole time. Right. Kids don't keep secrets. After police learned of the allegations, they interviewed the student who's now 17. The teen insisted the sexual escapade was consensual. That the age of consent in Louisiana is 17. But that don't matter. And he was 16 at the time, so right. it don't matter. Correct. If convicted, they could face up to 17 and a half years in prison, which uh, would make them uh, one and a half years older than him when uh, they fucked. Uh, uh, a mm-hmm. question. But don't they even have a rule that said that don't matter? You're some states a teacher? do. Okay, so it varies per state. Yeah. Okay, some states are like, uh, we don't give a fuck. Uh, Louisiana's probably, if it's Louisiana, they're probably more upset that it was two women involved because that's gay. Uh, no matter what sex the victim is, everyone should be outraged. You have an educator. Their responsibility is the safety and education of children. Right. Um, they should have known better. According to the police chief, uh, the friends and respites have been friends and both taught the victim. Oh, they taught him. Uh, the friends was his teacher. baby. The friends was his teacher until this week. Uh, and he was in respites English class last year. During questioning, Glasser and Respice almost came clean about her affair with the boy, but stopped short of a full confession. Shelly Dufresne was arrested around 5.30 Tuesday on a warrant listing one criminal count of carnal knowledge of a juvenile. According to deputy school officials contacted the sheriff's office last Friday after the alleged victim reportedly bragged to other students that he was having sex with two teachers. Of course he will. Now I see maybe he could keep a secret fucking one teacher, but no way he keep a secret too. You got to tell somebody. <laughs> Uh, you're going to tweet about it or something. Officials with the St. Charles Parish High, uh, High School uh, Public high, public School District also revealed that an investigation has been launched into a second incident involving Dufresne's co-worker that allegedly occurred un, un, in another jurisdiction. Shelly Dufresne's, um, I guess it says Nice St. Pierre, I don't know what that means, was released from Parish Jail Tuesday uh, evening on $200,000 bond and placed under house arrest. Uh, the married mother of three has been ordered not to leave her home except for continued mental health treatment. Uh, Wednesday morning, Rachel Respers turned herself in to the police and was charged with carnal knowledge of a juvenile and decent behavior and contributing to the delinquency of a juvenile. She was described as a Destrehan graduate who had been teaching English at the school for more than a year. Both teachers at the center of the criminal case have been suspended without, uh, without pay. Yeah. Uh, Dufresne's profile on the high school website has been deleted, stating she has taught English at the school, her alma mater, for nearly 10 years. On her now defunct uh, page, she reportedly wrote, I take my job and my students in education seriously and try the best, try my best to help all of the students be successful. Getting in these drawers. Mm-hmm. I hope that all my students have a great experience in my classroom and my bed and leave with the tools they need to be successful throughout the rest of my their high school careers in life. Uh, so, all right, guess the race of uh, Respis and Dufresne. Let's check the chat room, see what they believe. TGZ says, two broke niggas and a, and a Fox production. 
this tag team teaching program didn't work out the way we wanted vanilla sandwich cookie white student sandwich with two slices of white bread abc a threesome like one two three so simple as dover me white 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 all of the all about that cuck life white white they fuck more teenagers than r kelly and tiger with deviled eggs uh white two white women one black chick one black cock stars of 40 ounce bounce black (laughs) the correct answer is white And some of you did go black, so you uh, definitely missed it, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. Teachers are fucking the babies, man. Yes, they are. I mean, a threesome? Like, these teachers are getting too wild these days. I mean... I understood fucking a kid at a time, you know, but double teaming a kid, that would have definitely been different if that was a, um, a dude. That's for sure. Yes, sir. Somebody would have been talking about some two dudes gangbang some little girl. Shit. They would have never got out of there. Ever. Uh, let's see. Um, try to get some good stories here. We got a bunch of them that, uh, then cause the mother of two, uh, stabs her husband in the neck after finding new photos of another woman on his phone. Oh. A mother, too, stabbed her husband in the neck after finding naked photos of another woman on his phone. Watch your penis on the dead girl's phone. Yeah. Jasmine Tef, Tef, wait, Jasmine Teltow, 21, was reportedly looking through the 34-year-old victim's album. So he's 34, she's 21. Uh, after a brief argument, she seized a kitchen knife and drove it into his neck. Uh, the victim was transported to the hospital in Modesto with non-life-threatening injuries. He has since been released, charged with attempted murder. Telltale remains in custody on $500,000 bail. Their two children, aged one and four, have been taken in by social care. He didn't take care of them? Wow. Investigators told that he was too busy with the other woman. Uh, they are also seeking domestic violence charges. Uh, guess the race of uh jasmine telltow uh chat room man that was crazy who was this on your phone uh stab 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 oh damn <laughs> probably should have probably should have answered that kind of faster all right um shouldn't have been thinking yeah i got caught thinking chat room says you told me my daddy left black 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 Told y'all those DMs will get you effed up. White, says Lex. All right. Uh, she had to wipe the chicken grease off that knife first, says Joe Spacely. Aww. I guess that means it was black. Uh, Michonne Black, Afro can, says to Jeezy. Uh, the correct answer is, and uh, a lot of you guys got it wrong. She was white. <laughs> A couple of you did get it right. Good job, everybody. Uh, let's go to the bonus round. All right. 
Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race, and the bonus round against the race. So far, everybody's all over the place. Let's see how it wraps up. All right. Um, let's see. Let's go. What is this one? Um, two New Jersey men have been arrested after police said one of them tried to cover up a drunken hit and run crash by making it look like black ice caused the accident. Oh. Now this is kind of brilliant, right? Like this is one of those crimes you hear about and you kind of have respect because it's like that, that's pretty damn brilliant. I've hit some black ice before. Yeah. Um, Swatter police arrested Brian Byers and Alexander Zambendetti uh early saturday morning um <coughs> uh hours earlier police said buyers fled the scene after blowing through a stop sign hitting a rail guard at the intersection of sawmill road and woodport road zambendetti later drove buyers back to the scene in his car where buyers then allegedly poured water all over the intersection creating dangerous black ice <gasps> of course after officers, as the officer patrolled the area, he spotted Byers walking in the middle of Sawmill Road and found Zembendetti sitting in his car with two five-gallon plastic buckets visible in the back seat with some water still inside. I've never seen anything like this. I've been here 21 years, Sergeant John Lamont said, uh, Sparta PD. Um, uh, uh, investigators uh, said they later deemed that the men were I determined that the men were going to report that accident was caused by the black ice and not because Byers was under the influence of alcohol. Wow. The original driver of the first vehicle that crashed and left the scene made an admission that there was that that was their intent uh, and it was to blame it on the ice so they could collect insurance for the vehicle. Um, it was not sure how many trips were made with buckets of water. You could actually see the skin marks underneath the water they had put there. So we knew they had dumped the water on top of where he lost control of the vehicle. Wow. Rather than the vehicle losing control on the ice itself. Uh, at the time of the incident, police said the temperature was one degree with a wind chill of negative 15. It's almost brilliant. I have respect for these dudes. Public work. I wouldn't have thought twice about that shit. Yeah. I mean, you pretty much went got One degree? Come so on. Anyone could have died because of you assholes, but right. that was really smart. Public works crews had to be called to the scene where they applied a half ton of salt. Oh, they're going to get charged for that. In order to make the roadway safe. It Which w- they should, because the thing about it is that imagine other people just oblivious, fucking sleeping the slide and causing all kinds of wreck on this fucking black ice that you caused. Drivers passing the scene were furious that the men were allegedly in danger, would allegedly endanger total strangers with such a boneheaded plan. Right. It's crazy. Crazy someone could have been killed, one woman said. Byers was arrested on several charges, including DWI, careless driving, leaving the scene of an accident, disorderly conduct for creating a dangerous condition by purposely icing the intersection. Zambandetti was arrested after failing a series of field sobriety tests and was subsequently charged with DWI, careless driving, and failure to wear a seatbelt. Now, what was his ass doing out there? Like, he tried to help a friend out and he's still drunk. That's why he thought it was a good idea. Police said he denied driving the car to the scene. The fact that he was sitting in the driver's seat with the engine running uh, did not deter him. <laughs> he also denied pouring water on the roadway 
with water in his backseat police said more charges are pending both 20 year olds are due in court later this week guess the race of brian byers and alexander zambendetti they are both the same race uh let's check the chat room see what they believe um click the wrong button i guess you could say that they were on thin ice white ha yeah they thought they were slick (coughs) treacherous white man yeah yeah tannin booth using meathead douchebag italian white and said the black ice also owed back child support darren was a supporter can't fool cops with fake black ice they know that the beat down black the only color that police don't fear white police who later wait people who later drew penises on each other's faces but they were white white enough to try that says <laughs> cats oh lord that's hilarious um thought they could outsmart the police must be white says d nice um the correct answer is and i think everyone got it white course the white man would blame it on the black ice you know what i'm saying anyway let's get out of here on some sword ratchetness do this uh let's see um a man has been sentenced for killing his brother with a sword and a barbecue fork oh lord delicious um chula vista california an ex-con who used a samurai sword and a barbecue fork to kill his younger brother during a fight at the chula vista home was sentenced monday to 31 years in to life in state prison alberto gonzalez figueroa jr 37 was convicted last month of first-degree murder and torture on april 2nd 2013 death of the death of 24-year-old mario figueroa figueroa uh chula vista police said the siblings grandfather found them scuffling in a bedroom at the condominium at 7 15 a.m the grandfather tried to break up the fight before hurrying to a nearby home for help a neighbor called 911 responding to police responding officers and paramedics found a younger figueroa on the floor of the bedroom he died at the scene the defendant who had been to prison twice and can't ain't scared to and want to and would love to go back uh was arrested oh, about 45 minutes later on um, prospect street and sweetwater road deputy district attorney ryan carkenny uh told the jury that three months before the murder defendant was taken away from the resident after fighting his with his brother the victim had called police telling the officers the defendant had come home drunk and couldn't control him anymore the prosecutor said so there you go, man. He tried to reason with his own brother who was drunk that he cared about, who was a felon. They fought before, but somehow they decided we should still leave a sword in our house because maybe it'll work out better next time. Maybe. Watch out, guys. Make sure you guys check out Project Fandom, uh, Podcast Fandom on iTunes and yes. Stitcher. It's really good. Uh, if you're a fan that you don't like our reviews of The Walking Dead because they're too positive, go over there because they will tell you what's wrong with it. And if you're a fan from over there and you go, I don't like how negative they been, come over here. We'll talk about how great it is. That's what we do. 
But we can always collaborate together. Mm-hmm. And then we'll come together and make podcasting greatness. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, man. Uh, Adam and Eve, code TBGWT. Get your 10 free things. We'll see you guys probably tomorrow. Might not. Depends on how we feel. Uh, we need a break. But uh, we'll see you guys probably tomorrow. And if not, uh, you know, keep it easy. Mm-hmm. Until then, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah.